And good morning. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of GCR. I am Glenn Clark. He is Griffin. Uh, Drew, supposed to be here, isn't here. Go figure. Go figure. That's so odd. It's so weird. It'd be just okay. It's a real shame. I had to deal with some like down trees on my way in. It took me a lot longer to get here today than I had planned for. It's always pleasant on Wednesday because it feels like what happens is I wake up. I like go through my morning uh, rituals, you know, like the uh, I do the crunches. I uh, hit the, the bathroom and all those things. And I'm, I'm finalizing Would You Rather Wednesday scenarios in my head. And then it's like a game of can I remember them on the ride into work. And I swear to God, I forgot at least two. And I had to scramble as I was pulling in to figure out what I could do for Would You Rather Wednesday. It's what it is. You need, you need a notepad with you. Uh, when I'm driving? Well, yeah. This doesn't seem smart. Or I guess like a tape I should be able to dictate. Uh, yes, yeah, I should recorder. be able to dictate to my phone. I don't even, I'm not even good at talk to text. I'm like, I'm very technical. I'm 40. I'm technologically challenged. It's what it is. Uh, but yeah, there were some down trees. Hope everybody was. Did you see that video of the guy on the motorcycle on WBAL this morning? I did not. Oh my god! They were out doing a live shot from a spot where there was a down tree. A dude riding a motorcycle drove right into the tr- down tree. He was okay. They like, checked on him. He was okay. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Y'all be safe, please. Be safe. I'm begging you. Be safe. Now Griffin's gonna pull yeah. it up. You can pull up. I, I don't know. I, uh, I guess. I don't know if they get mad. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> they wanted to hire me a couple years ago, and they never did. So maybe this is the the, the trade off. This is how we get them. Back. I, don't, I don't know. Well, no, they really. I don't. I guess that's not. It's not their fault. Is it my fault? I don't know what, uh, whose fault. Definitely it was. not your fault. It might have been. I'm not sure exactly. I don't remember how it all played out. But um, we had a lot of meetings. A lot of meetings. A few. The news reporter Jennifer Franciotti is live in North Baltimore this morning. Jen, you said you just had to call 911? Yeah, we sure did. And I'm going to step out of the way that, so that you can see why. Watch how fast this motorcycle is going. Look, it's, oh my gosh, look what happened. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. That's exactly why we just called 911. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. not great. Now, apparently, again, if you watch, continue watching the video, I wouldn't share that if it weren't for the fact that, like, the guy he, got he up okay. and. Yeah. Appears to be okay and the whole thing. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. So I hope everybody's being safe. Um, if you were not awake when the storms hit last night, they were wild, man. If you had gone to bed, Mrs. Clark, by the way, I realized something. Might be a, a Thunder Buddy situation. <laughs> F you thunder, you can... S- anyway. Um, she wakes up. Because and the storms are legitimately crazy. Like the, it, it was light out for a while because the the lightning, the lightning was, was so constant. Um, she she wakes up. She's like, "Hey, have you checked on the boys?" I'm like, "The boys are fine." And remember, I have an eight year old son and a six year old son. I said, "The boys are fine." She said, "Well, they sometimes they get scared." I'm like, "Right, but they're not. They they haven't made a noise. They're sound sleeping." She's like, "Can you can you check on them?" I'm like, "I." Okay, so I walk upstairs, and as I knew, they were both sound asleep. So I come back downstairs. She's like, are, are you sure they're okay? I was going to tell them that they could come sleep with me. I'm like, you, you're you scared. You're, yeah, yeah, not not you. You don't get to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not this time. I'm like, that, you're... That before, right, correct. Hotel in Providence. I heard yeah. you say to this girl, yeah. hey, good news, you get you to come, come sleep, sleep with, with me. me. 
And she's like, I don't, um, I don't, yeah. I don't think I put all the words together that coherently, Drew. No, she I'm said not. to me, "What's he mean?" I said, "What he means is, <laughs> yeah, this is what he means." Yeah, that I Providence think... trip. Yeah, that was a that barn was burn. a chapter in the when we write our book because everybody right. writes everybody right. writes a book apparently. Oh, who wrote a book? Never mind. You didn't even you didn't even get in there for that one. I, um, uh, I don't want to talk. I don't. But when we write our although book, you got somebody got me to come over to your website the other day. Do you see? I posted in your comments the other day. You did? Yes. I no. posted in your comments. I I didn't see it. What'd you do? Would oh, you get mad? Man, I didn't get mad. I our friend all right. I don't really want to talk about I didn't about hear it. about this. So a, a friend of mine I have somebody read I have somebody who yeah. works for me that like keeps tab. <laughs> How do you afford that? A friend of mine. <laughs> friend of mine, half price. Um yeah, correct. we pay him in gift certificates. Yeah. Um, that sounds about right. Um, I've been there. No, <laughs> I have a I have somebody that works for me, and he monitors them every day. And if he doesn't send me a text and say, "Hey, you got a moron on the loose," I don't even read them. Right. It so doesn't do me any good to read them. They're, a, they're all the same. A friend thing. of mine, okay. said, "Message me the other day and asked." I, I'd say a friend of ours, okay. closer with me than you, but you know this person as well. Ken Zalis, go ahead. Yeah, not Ken Zalis. Said nice fantasy week by the way, Zalas. Did you read what your former employer know. wrote? And I said, okay, no, but I'm aware. Your former me? Yeah. Oh, you, you mean you were never former. my employer? Uh, uh, okay, sorry. I was thinking like, yeah, 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 but you you tried to marry me, you, right? I just like, just calm down for a second. Calm down. Your fault. Yeah, right. Come to your so house. I said, did you vitamins. did you see what your former employer? Wrote? I'm like, I no, but <laughs> I get the. So then they said, you really I. The, this person said, I'm genuinely concerned about this person. I, I don't know that you can read all of it, but I would encourage you to read it. And I said, fine, all right, fine. So I go over, I start reading I've it. I've never seen anything like it. I, I can't. I can't read it. And I understand why this person said, I'm genuinely concerned. For what it's worth, I don't think that our, the, the former station owner is somebody that's going to get a gun and become a mass shooter. Like, I don't believe that's the case. And I don't want to joke about that because that's genuinely the concern that was being sure, expressed to right. me. And I understand when you when you attempt to read it, it reads like a manifesto of someone who's going out. Like it reads because it just way. goes on and on and on and on um, and on. But I and that's what I said back. I, I gave up after because God knows you can't right. read that. Well, it's the same right. Like it, it wants to be in the same thing. So I I went back and I said, look, I understand your concern. He said, did you read what what your partner wrote at his website? I said, oh, for God's sakes, I am so sick of... I hope I didn't write anything I'm so bad. sick of reading. Like, jeez, yeah, nobody told me there was going to be this right, much right, right, reading. Right, right. I didn't realize there was homework. God. I, I, oh, I didn't write I, anything bad, I, did I? I? I guess your comments are cut off after a little while, so I can't even oh. pull up what I wrote. Oh, yeah, um, 50 a day. But I can see yours. All right. We'll oh, go so, in the back room and read it. So somebody says you should go read it. So I read what you write, and it's fine. I think you handled it. I, I, honest to God, truth be told... Like I, you won't get me to comment on it. You won't. You'll never get me to comment on this person is so deranged that I can't even talk. Like you're trying to talk about the topics at hand, and I think there's something relevant to be said about the topics at well, hand. Top, I know you wrote the, about the attendance the other day, which I, you know, how I feel about whenever you try to drum up that. But, but the topic, that the topic at hand is a sports story ish. In ish. well, it is in yeah. that there are instances. Where teams, and mm -hmm. way more prevalent now, where teams have um, remo you know, removed access, mm -hmm. colleges have done it, mm -hmm. um, professional teams have done it, right. where they've removed access from, air quotes here, be careful, right. and, members of the media, and, this is, and that therein lies a whole and, other and, argument. And, it, and it's the problem, because this isn't that. 
And and you and I know this right. isn't I mean, I bad. see people. I see people all the time. Like I, I, I mean, even I don't even know who I'm going to say, so I won't say anyone. But I see people all the time on the internet who basically are in business. And here's somebody I'll use in a favorable way. I think what Bobby and I've never met this dude in my mm-hmm. life. I think what Bobby Trossett has done with. The girl that used to work for the Ravens, yeah, Sarah Ellison. I think that's a, I think that's a very honest, entrepreneurial effort on their part mm-hmm. that they've parlayed into some sponsors and some guests, and she has a lot of contacts from her days in the league. I don't know anything about him. I don't know what happened to him at BAL. I have no idea, but I, I think what they've done is interesting. What's also interesting is, are they allowed to come into the? into one winning drive and portend as if they're a member of the media. And and I don't know the answer to that because when I was in the business, Mm -hmm. when I was in the PR business, Mm -hmm. I had all kinds of people in my press box Mm -hmm. who were on the edge. Right, of course. I had Eddie Applefeld in my press box, honestly. Love me some Eddie Applefeld. I I do too. But Eddie was there because it was a, a, a social yes. event. Yes. So Eddie reported on it from that angle. Mm-hmm. Eddie wasn't in the sports media. He wasn't going to cover the game. Right. He wasn't but what Eddie to... what Eddie liked was to go down to PJ Crickets after the game mm-hmm. and hang around with the players mm-hmm. and be part of the scene. And in my world, yeah, that, that was, there was that, wor- there was value to you for mm-hmm. that. I, I completely right. understand. So that. today, right. this has changed, but, right? But th- this is where, I, and I don't, I really don't. So want this to go is down a topic. It's, it's, a, it, it it's is. a topic, but it's unrelated to this. No, no, no. But it's a topic that this, teams. This. It's a topic that these teams. Oh, I, over I, the years, I have no issue with have the fact, di- have, right. have well, become I, much more sort of unilaterally independent. Like we aren't letting you in. Mm-hmm. And we don't really care what your affiliation is. Right. We're just not letting you in. No, 100%. I'm not so sure I agree with that. And so in that regard, when I hear or read the the story that he, he generates, it interests me. Now, what I will also say is that I think we all know the exact reason why he's not in. And this is where I keep saying when I write about it and where I keep saying to him, like, the whole qui bono thing of who benefits, you you can't sit in the stands for a half and be a fan with your shirt on and then go into the press box and act as if now you are an accredited member of the media. I, I, it doesn't work. I, I need to say the, ni- the nice part out loud. There's not... It doesn't work. It's remarkable that they still have a press credential for what... Uh, I, oh, and oh, I, okay, I'm trying to say this enough. in a nice way. No, that, like, I know what you're to, saying. To your point... Fair enough. What a lot of people are doing, social media-wise, YouTube, drastically, incomparably, more impressions, Understood. larger audience. Understood. But so, do you let those, those people in? I, I think if I was, I, I think if I was creating guidelines, do you let that for, guy Stanley, whatever the Greek guy's name is, who does has tw- one hundred fifty thousand Twitter followers, who goes online and trashes him every week? I don't know who and this person. You, is. Yeah, you do. If you saw him, you would know. He's like a stand-up comedian. Oh, that uh, guy? Yeah, uh, you you're like, thinking of... Um, you uh, like Stan, whatever oh, his name God. is. Oh, God, yeah. St- you, Stavros. Yeah, Stavros. You're thinking you, of Stavros. Do you, do you let him in? Well, of course you don't just oh, let okay. anyone in. I, so I, You have to do... Again, somebody within your organization has to be responsible for it. Right. Like, you have to be the person... But it's a different conversation. And I mean this with all... Like, no, I... I, I, I the, this is, this the, is why the, it does interest me. The miracle for that entity 
is that someone is still allowed. It's a miracle. Uh, okay, that but, they still allow but someone. Are, uh, uh, it you, is. You say that. True. I'm trying to say this. A nice, this is not me trashing because we used to work there. It's they don't exist. When I joke about them, they don't. There is nothing there. There's no radio station. There's no nothing. It's uh, okay. It's you're, not that's existent. a little bit. You're true. You're, There's uh, no programming. They don't do any live programming that I know of. To be fair, I don't listen. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, right? I, like I don't know the answer to that. My understanding. But I, I think this is a much broader topic. Our teams... I, I understand that. And, and I, I think that that gets very worrisome to me, that teams... Now... But this isn't the one. That's the problem with it. This isn't it. This isn't it. This is not the conversation starter. There are conversation starters. I guess starters, you're right about that. And like, there are... Con- if, if, if... I don't even know... I, I don't know anybody anymore, because I'm not there, but... Because I don't even know who the beat writer is for The Sun. What's his name? I don't even know. Well, Childs Walker definitely still writes for the okay, Ravens so for the if, Sun. If the if the PR oh, they have guy new too, Brian Wacker. If the PR guy mm-hmm. got into a pissing match with Childs Walker, mm-hmm. yeah, he, that would he would different... never he would never kick him out. He, yes. he wouldn't. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. So so that to me, there is something to be said for this, and and I'm sure the Ravens have done a good job of this. I'm sure the Ravens along the way have documented exactly why they removed his credential. And I feel like the are, Ravens... Are, by the way, are we on YouTube, Griffin? Are we sure that we're going to the right page and everything? I'm not seeing the YouTube come up. Anyway, this is a this is a much broader topic to me. Do these teams have the... And right is the wrong word. But do these teams have the right to just remove people at their whim? Well, they, and, and but I I understand the right yes one hundred and this is the part I, I this don't is know about no that. The, the, you're we can't get I into just debating don't know the right about the that. right is nobody this notion boy I hate to be the guy to say this this is not the government we're talking about these are now you can argue that they have a you know a, a, a clause an antitrust clause that should make there be more oversight but this is not the government that we're discussing this is a private entity. And I'll fall back on this every time. I shouldn't be the one to say it because it's not good for our business, but they 1,000% have the right to indiscriminately choose who or who cannot. Oh, I disagree with that. The right? You're talking about the word the right. You use the word indiscriminately. I understand that. They can do whatever they would. Now, that's not. They still have to fall within the laws of the country. They couldn't say you're a woman, so you're not allowed to come in while other people, while men are. That wouldn't be an option. But they absolutely have the right to say we. If they said tomorrow we're not doing this anymore, what what would the recourse for that be? What would the right be? Like this, this. Do they have the right? Yes, they have the right. That's why I said I'm not sure that's the right it's, word. It's not. I, I, I correct. don't know that I use the right word. Should they, they? It. What. What should they do is a different and a separate question. And I don't know what the answer is. I have said before, and again, people in this business don't want me to say it. We have too much of this. We don't need this much coverage of sports in this country. <laughs> right. We need more. Yeah, the NFL might be at a point where they're like, okay, 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 we've had enough. We. We created this monster, now we need to take its arms off. Like we, What we need more of is people like holding the people that make actual important decisions accountable. We need more of that. Right. And when we try to make our job seem more important by saying, well, you know, they're getting $600 million with public money, you're not trying to cover that. You're trying to cover a football game. Right. That's what you want to cover. If, if you're saying that that means that the owner should be more accountable or should be more available, that, let's have a conversation about that. How are you spending that public money? Yeah, I mean, money? this, this incident— what, 
What happens on Sunday against the Texans has nothing to do with six hundred million dollars worth of public oh, money. Oh, and I also said, and and what I you know I tried to make as many maybe I made none, but I tried to make as many salient points as I could. Like to the Ravens right now, it, Griffin, it just is, popped up. Working. This is this is a there, there's no meat to this. They're trying to win football games. Correct. They don't. They couldn't care less about whether or not it's contrived but, or not. But, but there's, again, there's plenty of conversations to be had about the Ravens and their connection with the community and sure. they, their touch and whether or not it's – there's plenty of conversation to be had Someone about Someone sent me that. an email the other day and said for my – I do these Q&As every week or two. Somebody said, um, can, you, can you speak publicly about how things have changed since Kevin Byrne left? Uh, and, and, I, and I can't really because I haven't been there during that time. So I, I can't. But – it's inevitable anytime someone leaves a position and a new person comes in, things change. They just do. That's the way it works. If John Harbaugh's I, gone in two years. But it's, but it's also bigger than that. I think it's easy to point out the difference. This was, even when Kevin was there, this had started changing. This had, there had been things that had changed based on the nature of how the football teams are now worth hundreds of billions of dollars not really but you know what i mean like they're they're or, worth astronaut once or, upon a time football teams are worth a hundred million dollars yeah, now they're worth now they're two worth, and a half or three or four billion. Oh, or more than that yeah, right? right like we saw what the washington just sold for this is part of the nature of that when a company grows inherently in value no matter who's running the company it's going to change there is going sure. to be now i think that's disappointing it's part of the reason we did the tyus bowser show last night i th- four years ago, sat down with John Colson and said, I think it's disappointing that that part of this has ended. I think it's disappointing. Were people there last night? There were plenty of people there last night. We had a great turnout at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill. Thanks to everybody who came out. What a wonderful night it was. Thanks to Superbook Sports. You're making that argument. You're saying you think, and I I think I agree with you. I I think those things, whether or not the Ravens believe it or not, and we we used to get into it with them about this, right? Mm -hmm. I think they they miss out on the fact that those things are important, and this it I, matters. It's interesting you say this. There, there is this does go to a broader subject, right? Which we don't have the time to even get into it today. And you may believe it doesn't matter. There there is a very discernible decline in the enthusiasm for the football team, in my opinion. I, I think that you are measuring that with the wrong. I I. I I disagree, but not vehemently. Everything tells you there is. I, well, you're saying based on certain measurements. You, um, you are. You're, which, what do you measure it well, on? Your, your hard on is How about. Do you you, it? You've always by height. I mean, right, you've always had a hard on about attendance, and I've had tried having this conversation with no, you over and over I, again. That's across the board. That's not unique to the Ravens. That's not unique to sports. It's not unique to. Th- I don't that, know that. I don't. Telling, I don't know that every team in the I, league this week had had a home opener. Uh, have uh, Garrett look it up. Did did every team in the league have 550 MP, uh, unsold seats? I, I I don't know. Did every team in the league have a, almost 11,000 no shows? I, I have dealt with this I, within I the ticketing industry strongly. I, I've I've forgot more about tickets than you know. I, I know with that's all due true. I, but at the moment, you're not. I'm telling right. you that is across the board. There is an issue that exists across the board, and there's a million reasons why it makes sense. But that that well, but I'm I'm using I'm going back to your thing about what mm-hmm. you did on Tuesday night. Right. Or last night. No, I think the touch I think, is different, and I do think it's a different feel. I think that everyone, the, the television ratings back up, that the interest in the Ravens is no different than it has no, ever no, been. No doubt. I didn't say that. Right. I didn't say interest. I said they've had a discernible decline in support. I'm not sure how you're trying to... Because I, I feel it. I see it. I 
sensed it during the summer. I do believe, if we were doing what I always do, the pizza, I do believe in this specific case, 2023, I think the Orioles have taken some of that. Well, I will agree I'm with sure that. I'm sure there's something Because in the past, yes. on it's July the would, 10th, you, would talk you and I would come right. in on July the 10th and do a dance in, right. the, in the station and say, we only got one week left until football starts. Right. right? I, I understand that. Yeah. Now, the Orioles have captured some of that this summer, right? Um, I only, when I say I know people, I only know one. But if I know one, I know more. I know someone that this past year took their Ravens marketing money, mm-hmm. meaning their the money yeah. they would have sure. heretofore spent on Ravens marketing, and they, for the first time in nine years, they gave it to the Orioles. 100%. So I, I feel like that some of this, some small part of it, has to do with the Orioles. I think some other small part of it has to do, in some way, has to do with the, and you said something interesting a minute ago, it has to do with this sort of wild, we never even dreamed it could get this big sort of scope for both the players who say what you will about whether or not they, air quotes here, deserve $2.5 right, million dollars for being a part-time right. player. These players are outlandishly paid. Mm-hmm. And maybe on Tuesday nights now, Tyus Bauer doesn't, they don't need him. Whereas when you asked Dan Wilcox to do something 15 years ago, yes, Dan course. thought he might meet a car dealer in town. 100%. Who'd give him 60 grand to come out and pedal cars. 100%. So I think you're right. In, in, in these li- and I'm not saying when I say if the Ravens were smart, like I'm saying that as a, as a cliche. If the Ravens were smart, they'd understand that, that these players need to be out on Tuesdays. And I get it. They're off. That's our day off. I, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But um, – and it was totally different. So when I say this, I, I'm saying this, and I am, you know, I'm saying from Jump Street, the Blast and the Ravens were totally different. That's the only way we built the franchise with the Blast. The only way we built it was to have the players go out in the community. We, that's the only way we built it. And we made them do it. I mean, Lord only and, knows and, what. And in small, it's the only option. But, it's the thing but, I say whenever one of these arena football leagues came to town and was like, well, we'll just run a team from uh, D.C. and it'll be playing. In no, ball. you won't. You're never. It's right. For, just don't but even that's bother. Why, that's why. You can ask him. That's why Scott Manning stayed here in Baltimore. Yeah, of course. He met people right. and got a job and, frankly, made more money than they did playing soccer. I believe like, that. The, these guys. So the Ravens do need this. They do need these guys going out on Tuesday nights and going to bars, and, and uh, they're going to bars anyway. Why wouldn't you go out and put a headset on for half an hour and tell people who you are and uh, and get close to them? And I feel like they've really lost that. I feel like the way what you're describing, it's just we're using the wrong words. The support, the interest is still there, – there's it's incomparable. It's just not as personal as it once was. Yeah, but fewer people are going to the games. But that's the part. You're, obs- you're obsessed with that, and I think it comes from an era uh, of that being a really big deal. And I believe it's not it, a big it, deal anymore. Ga- I, 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 I hear you, and the reason it's not a big deal is why. Because the teams and the league have made it that way. Correct. They've done it to themselves. Yes. They've made it but far more enjoyable, far more palatable, far more easy for you to just say they're calling for showers at 3.30. Yep. I think I'll just stay home. 100%. And the, just the team home. has no concern about it because to them, as all they're concerned about— That's the about, one area I'm going to disagree with you. I, 
I, I do think they're concerned about I don't it. think they're I don't think they're spend I don't think they're hiring eight new people to get on the phones and make phone calls concerned. No. But they're concerned that they didn't sell five hundred and fifty seats the other day. I can tell you that. Uh, they're definitely concerned about that. Uh, they are. I, there might be someone there who's concerned about it. There well, might be course. someone who's hell bent about it. But the people that understand the way that the league has shifted, they get it. They know what time it is. They understand this is not the measuring stick for us anymore. This is not what we're worried about. And if there are people there, great. My son's homesick, so I'm answering food calls. What do you mean food calls? He wants you to bring him yeah, something? Yeah, he's got to have food. Well, there's not food at the house? Not the kind he likes. Okay. <laughs> he's actually regular food. some pizza rolls right. or something? Yeah. Like that's what, if he's sick, what is he supposed to be eating? Now, wait a second. I got some questions about you as a parent now. Is there no chicken soup at the house? None? Yes. He's not eating chicken soup. If he's homesick, why would he not be eating chicken soup, Drew? Why would you be entertaining his desire for some Totino's? They say that this double COVID that he has. Oh, he's got um, the double COVID. (laughs) Chicken soup's no good for it. No, it's not going to help with that. I was watching a video. Man, my kid had to go home from school on Monday because of pink eye. Uh, I was watching. Oh, I'm good. Don't even get 100 feet from him. I, I was I was watching a video that was a TikTok video about how your kid spends the entire summer perfectly healthy, perfect everything's good, never sick. You could every day ready to run a, a marathon, and then the first week they're back at school. Well, the first week they're back. At everybody's school. sick. Everyone run rampant sick. through the school over there. Everyone this illness. It's, it's unbelievable. It's apparently not COVID, you, but it's something. You stick them inside that box, and you know what's coming anyway. What? Come on. Oh, you, you know no, what's no, coming in the next not, year. Not, not, no, but you even. know what's I'm coming. not even. I'm not going. There are going to be three of them. Oh, stop. stop. You know it's coming. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> it's coming. Anyway. It's going to be fun. Let me go back for a second. One, again, Tyus Bowser show is the, re- the hey, reason why. The hang on. Stop. The reason why we do the Tyus Bowser show is because of what Drew's talking about. Because I noticed that this completely ended. And John Colson, who was intimately involved with all of the, the infancy of these radio shows here in Baltimore, he was running Tony Siragusa's show at the barn. He and I got together and said, this was an important part of the relationship between this community and these players. And everybody having their stories the time they went out, we'd like to bring it back. And so Tyus Bowser has been amazing, has been an unbelievable partner. You're going to hear segment one of the Tyus Bowser show later on. Our next show will be two weeks from last night, so the 26th. We'll be at Guilford Hall Brewery. We will look forward to that. Find if you go to more. someplace that's got good wine, invite me out. Pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. I'm pretty sure all these places have, have good wines. I think you're going to be okay. Right. Just come out to one of them, all right? Um, but, now, yeah, I think this is – I Now, that being said, this all started because of I went to your website oh, and posted. Yeah, right. Go ahead. What I was going to tell you was, I go, somebody tells me, go read okay, what okay, I right. read what Driver Drew Okay. And I go down into your comments, and I see our friend, Steve from Pimlico, who I know well. I like Steve. He's a good guy. Right. Say, yeah, but you got to give the guy credit. He really launched the careers of Drew, Jeremy, Bob, Rob, Glenn, and that was what set me off. Okay. That was yeah, the I mean, comment. Launched a career. That I was, was the gas. Forty when I went That to was work the there. gaslighting. Okay. That, that guy would do when when I worked there. When I was working six times as much as I had agreed to work. When I got a deal, and he was telling me that I gave I, you. I gave you a job. Yeah. Right. Oh, I, I, gave, I, you a job. I gave you. I, I took a chance on you. I paid you twenty eight so, grand. And so I said, I, I left a bigger market and a better, better paying job to come back here. And I couldn't get other jobs because of my association with that place. Right. And that's not a – that's me doing – that's a straight shoot. Yeah, sure, sure. 
The jobs that I, going to work for Loyola could have happened if I wasn't working at that place. Right. It couldn't happen while I was. It wasn't an option. That's the reality. It derailed my professional experience. Now, that was my choice. I decided to come home. I wanted to be around family, and I enjoyed getting to know the people that I worked with. A lot of really – Drew so and I got, still do shows together. You got mad You got mad and so I wrote off. something? I did. I, I did. I got off. I went okay. off. Steve. I did. Personally. Okay. He did apologize to me, though, well, so I, mean, I appreciate it. It is what it is. Like, you, like but, but, again, that's what happens. That's, you see this – imagine if you're John Harbaugh and you read that. Oh my God! There's, you published my private. How could you, you published I, my I private text between you and I? Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, for God's sakes! You imagine if you're Harbaugh. Sure, that'll go over well. You. All right. You all right. published my our text together. All right. We got We got to move on. We got to move. What are we on. talking about? Sports? sports. Yeah, the Orioles lost. That was a. Oh, you got a twenty percent, huh? Well, you know the new. You don't think he'll play in December either? No, you know the new reading. No. So we're we're doing a new bit with the Lamar meter. The Lamar is meter he, is back. If he'll play in December? No, it's not whether he's going to play in December. 14%. It's a percentage chance that the Ravens will win a Super Bowl during Lamar Jackson's five-year contract. Who put 20 up there? I did. I You're put a 20. moron. Why? What do you think the number is? Four. Four. No. Um, I would say 88. 88. Griffin yes. was trying to go 50-50, and I was like, you're out of your mind. They're going to win a Super Bowl with Lamar at some point. For sure. I hope they do, but I'm not trying to live on hopes and vibes. I'm trying to come up with some sort of scientific approach to the likelihood of the Ravens winning a Super Bowl, which is not easy. Now, they have one of fewer. It's not easy. They have but one it's... fewer team to compete with in the AFC than we thought that they did going into this season, so that alone would probably bump it up one I've never seen anything like that. What? Just the, that the whole Aaron night. Rogers the whole thing. night was bizarre. And and the, the Bills lost. The, not only did you hear the story wait about the wait a second? Did you hear not the story only, about the bar in Milwaukee? Yeah, I did. Oh my uh, god, it's the greatest only, story of all time. Did you see the one guy who ran up a three hundred? That's unbelievable. The guy ran up a three hundred sixty-five dollars. For those bill. that don't, there was a bar in he Milwaukee that bill. did a promotion for Monday night. If the if Aaron Rodgers loses, everything's on us. And so when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, these nut jobs. The owner even said. Uh, blinked the lights and said, "Hey, we're thinking about maybe making this, uh, calling this thing at the half." And the people went ballistic. Right? Said, like, "No, you you got me in here. You created this deal. We're staying." The guy ran up a three hundred sixty-five dollar bill, and they lost. Yep. Or and they won. Yep. Yep. That happened. Dude, Josh Allen was he he made Zach Wilson look good. Terrible. Was terrible. If I'm Buffalo, I mean, I there I, is I, something I, wrong there, and I don't know how to. Figure it like there is something wrong in Buffalo. I mean, I don't. They do have a little bit of what we have, although this year I think it's going to change. Like every time Lamar goes back to throw, the first person he wants to throw to is Andrews, right? I mean, we've all seen that over the years. Yeah. Now this year, I think there's a chance that that's going to change. But over the last three years, when Lamar drops back, the first thing he does is looks to see where Andrews is. This this kid does the exact same thing with Diggs. Every single time, he just looks to him, right? Well, yeah, and, and, and yet at the same time, every time he doesn't throw to Diggs, all I'm thinking to myself is, why are you Diggs, throwing right, to right, any right. of these other guys? But I, well, how about you, the punt return? Oh, it's well, there I mean, seven guys could have tackled him. Yeah, and the one guy got tripped, but like whatever, they were going to win anyway. I mean, I right. they would have been on the 38 yard line if they called right. the tripping penalty. They were right. going to win the game, so right. not all that. I don't even know that that it. was a trip. It, I, I think it, it was. I understand. We had this conversation yesterday. To say it wasn't purposeful, I don't. I completely believe it wasn't purposeful. Right. But you don't get to say, 
Well, yeah, but I accidentally tripped someone. Okay. So we're I mean, not if you want to just say you tripped the, him, yeah. that's fine. Yes. Th- I don't think there was any intent. No, there. I certainly don't think there yeah. was intent, but that's not how the penalty works. Like, you don't get to say, well, I got away with it. Like, well, I accident. Sure, I. I accidentally committed pass interference, but, you know, it was accidental. That's the way that anyway, it Anyway, back to the meter. 88%. 88. They're going to win. I'm not sure I'm going to let you set the meter at any point. I don't know. I, I don't even know how we do this, guess, right? Meter, meter, meter. I, I picked Philadelphia and Jacksonville at the beginning of the year. Okay. I, I don't. Well, you're insane. Philadelphia struggled against New England. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I don't know Jacksonville how. Jacksonville barely beat Indianapolis. I don't know how we do this with any degree of certainty because there isn't any because, as we just saw, if Lamar goes down this week with his torn Achilles, the Ravens are done. If the uh, Bengals Burrow gets hurt, they're, they're done. If Josh Atwell, they may be done anyway with Josh Allen. But th- this is all about who's alive in December. 100%. Well, look at last year. If Lamar plays <clears throat> last December, there's no telling what the Ravens might That's be done. That's it. 100%. So this, there's just no way to do this. Like we, We're sitting here right now, September the whatever it is, 13th. So who's going to win the it, Super Bowl? It, right, it could be Detroit and it could be Detroit and the and uh, the Dolphins Denver, Denver, to, yeah. to some extent. Yeah, yes. no, it won't, it's not Denver, but it could be real. I, I, dude, I'll tell you right now, the Dolphins could. If this kid stays upright the whole year mm-hmm. and doesn't have another yeah, three concussion, concussions, right. mm-hmm. my, yes, they're going to score thirty five points a game. They look like they're going to do that. One hundred percent. I've never seen anything like this dude that catches the ball. With Tyreek Hill? It's unbelievable. Yeah, plus, he's such a good guy. It's just easy to root for him. He's not a bad guy. Um, what do you mean he's not a bad guy? <laughs> uh, I'm getting him started now. Uh, they, we just pay to watch him play football, That's baby. right. That's a great um, point. It, it's unreal how good he is and how no one's yet figured out when you're lined up one-on-one with him, he is faster than you. It's, it's I've never every, seen anything like every it. Every time. No matter what. These teams... Line him up one on one, and yep. he runs right by him, and the dude throws the ball in there. I mean, and he I, catches for what it's worth, I get like you still have to try to play defense somehow. You still you can't just say, "Well, we're not going to rush the pass." But they're going to win. Guy. They'll win with Lamar. I hope you're they, right they about will. that. They'll I think win. I certainly it'll think all it's fall possible. together for them one year. Twenty percent is the number. It'll all fall together for them one year. They'll have a year where they don't get injuries, and it, it, maybe it's this year. Although, I think that they're. I think this. Dobbins thing is oh, it's, underplayed. I agree with that. To me, wholeheartedly, they have not proved. I once. think that this is underplayed. People they are have, people are trying to poo poo this as not a big deal, and this is a little bit. I'm going to use a, an, an Orioles analogy. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like losing Batista. Can you survive without him? Mm-hmm. Sure, but will there come a game when you need to run the ball, and it's week thirteen? And the other team has all the film on you they need, and they sit in their conference room on Thursday with their feet up on the desk and say, this game is done because they can't run the ball. And we have a form, you know, a, a defensive formula that will negate Lamar and the past of Flowers. Because the Ravens can't run the ball, we got them. I can't compare it to Batista. I, I can't go that, that far. I'm just but using that as a, I understand. the Orioles I understand. can survive without him. Yes. Until it's game three, right. and they're tied one-to-one with the Astros, and it's 3-2 in the ninth, and he um, Cano's been used the last two days, and he comes in to try to get three outs, and he can't, and Colum Bay comes in, or whatever, mm-hmm. Colum, or whatever, Col- Col- Bay, whatever yeah. his name is, mm-hmm. comes in, and he can't, and they lose 4-3 because they couldn't close the game out, and now the Astros are up 2-1, and the next day, Valdez, all of his chakras are in line, and they lose 2 to nothing, and the season's over. I hear you. I, like, I, it, I, you can survive 
for a while without Dobbins. What you can't survive without is being able to run the football, in my opinion. I'm not saying it's not three yards in a cloud of dust. You don't have to run for 175 yards a game. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is there's going to be a game of importance at some point, or two, or three, where getting the ball on the ground into the end zone using your running backs will matter. And without him, they're hamstrung. And And if you're saying they aren't, you're just saying that to say it. Oh, I understand. I agree. I agree with that part of it. I, I completely agree that it's going to hurt them more than when was it? Realize. Was it two years ago when we trotted all those dudes out there week after it week? It was two consecutive years they trotted Latavius Murray, right. Kenyon Drake, and right. Mike Devontae Davis, Freeman. and Devontae Freeman, and Le'Veon Bell. And those guys and were okay. Tyson Williams. But they, were, but they were okay. But that's but there comes a time that's when the point, it can't right? be okay. By the way, that that's why a certain scenario, I'm surprised by the responses And Would You Rather Wednesday. We're going to do that next. Drew Forrester is here. Drew's morning dish. About the caps, by he the way. hasn't brought up the Ryder Cup once, which is, I swear to God, a record for him to go I'm 37 so minutes without discussing so the Ryder excited. Cup. It's incredible. I'm so excited. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken. A family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. The Maryland Five Star returns to iconic Fair Hill October 19th to 22nd, marking the next chapter in Maryland's equestrian tradition. Best described as the triathlon of horse eventing, you won't want to miss this thrilling sport. Enjoy a fall festival with local fair, retail vendors, and tons of family fun. Come for the event and stay for the experience in Cecil County, home to the Chesapeake Bay waterfront with vibrant small towns and accommodations to suit every desire. It's the place to be in October. Visit Mar- MarylandFiveStar.us for tickets. It's a Maryland thing you wouldn't understand. Where the waves meet the shore, you will find Dorchester County. Hi, this is Jimmy Charles. When I think of Maryland, I think Dorchester County on the eastern shore where it's open for making memories. Dorchester County, it's a Maryland thing. For more info, visit www.visitdorchester.org. It's a Maryland thing. What's up, everyone? It's Tyus Bowser, and I've had so much fun hanging out with Rita, 
and putting up with Glenn the last couple years that I've decided to do it again. Season three of the Ties Bowser show is happening this year as we'll be all over town, giving you the chance to get to know me and some of my teammates. As we talk football, life in general, and just say what needs to be said, you can find out more about the show by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. If you don't live in the area, you can watch the shows live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss one, you can listen Friday nights at 105.7 a fan. So we'll see you all season long for the Ties Bowser show. A partnership of Pressbox and Great Ace Memorabilia. Gambling problem? Visit HelpMyGamblingProblem.org. The next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday, September 12th at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill, 5506 Hartford Road. It's brought to you by Superbook Sports. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Make sure you're tuned in every Tuesday for Pressbox Fantasy Football Analyst Joe Serpico to get you ready for your Waiver Wire Wednesday, brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel. And if you have other fantasies you want fulfilled, subscribe to Glenn and Jeremy Kahn's OnlyFans page at... Wait, are people supposed to know about that? Jameer Carter, uh, Spalding alum, now University of Virginia defensive lineman. He's going to join us in a little bit as they get ready to take on Maryland on Friday night. Also this morning, we're going to meet uh, Dylan Budka, Kenwood native, also Kenwood alum, uh, Dundalk native who has uh, signed with the UFC after a huge win on uh, Dana White's Contender Series October 7th, week. by the way, John Rotto's thing. The Shogun Fights, yeah. I'm absolutely. going. Yeah, you were all in. You I were all it. in. You were really excited By the way, how good is that. this Royal Farms coffee? Well, I'm not gonna get, you're not going to get me to argue about that, although, as you know, I'm not a, I'm, I, I'd be a fraud because I don't drink coffee. I mean, what's wrong with you? Are you a I've weirdo? Never, I've never, I, in, when I was like 14 you know, kind of years moron? old, I was obsessed because I had like, watched my parents drink coffee growing up, so I was like, I want to drink coffee. And I had that first sip. Never liked said, it? This sucks. Why do people drink this? And then I like lied for a couple of years and pretended like I enjoyed it. And I was like, this is terrible. Like, who needs it? And then at the point in my life where everybody, you know, I started doing mornings with you, everybody was like, well, why don't you drink coffee? And I was like, I've got enough vices. Like, I am genuinely concerned right. about adding another I vice love to coffee. Some people do. My I love it. Mrs. Clark loves coffee. I, love I don't. It. I have never been a coffee drinker. Never at any okay. point in my life. All right. That's well, coffee and cigarettes. Coffee and cigarettes. Two of all of cigarettes. the vices I've had in my life. Those are two vices I've never had. Me neither. Well, coffee. I had. I had when I was a kid. I had a, a legitimate. Like I would say, I was soda addicted when I okay. was. I drank coffee, soda. cigarettes, and gambling have been at, my three. No, you. <laughs> you. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Nope. Although I got. I haven't bet on a sport in yeah eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a message from uh oh, from uh, somebody that said. Uh, Here's how much money in perpetuity since you bet with us you lost. And I was like, that ain't great. Somebody reached out to you? Yeah. Oh, you mean an app did? Yeah. And Said, I was like, yeah. well. I don't want to tell Mrs. Clark that yeah, one. Yeah, maybe I'll leave that one out of the. What do we need that six grand for? Right. <laughs> well, are we going to bore- go to Bora Boring? Yeah, right. Um, and I'll win it back. Because I'm, mean, gonna, you know, because I'm going to get right back to betting with Superbook. That's the way it's going to go. You don't have to worry about that. I know I'm down six grand. a far more appropriate time but to But don't say, worry. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. All right, let's All right, get into... Now, w- Ryder Cup. No. Let's get into Would You Rather Wednesday. What is that, next weekend? Is that when it is? The following weekend? All right. Yeah. yeah. We'll, 
I'll let you bring it. Don't up. worry. I already talked to John. We got oh, a, yeah, you got a whole got special, a special program. <laughs> uh, would you rather Wednesday? Uh, we got a great T.I.T. Well, I gave you one yesterday. Would you, for two point five million dollars, when you were thirty five years old, uh-huh. would you be a Steelers fan for the next twenty five years for two point five million? For two point five million, all up front. And nope, hundred thousand a year salary. Hundred thousand a year. What are you, you trying to hone in on my bit? What is this? No, but I use somebody. <laughs> Drew's, Drew's like, I got this great new idea for a segment, and I'm no, going to start. Somebody sent me something. We're going to do a, a scenario based. Like, no, would you? Would you? Would, do you it? would you rather do this? Would you or do it? And you can't troll it. You you are hundred. You you're in. Th- no, you got to no. break up with the. No. It, so, it, it, so starting now, I'm a Steelers I, fan. I just don't have this. Starting right now, I don't have the ability for to be the a next fan of- 25 years. You become a fan of the Steelers or Yankees. Put it in. I don't care which one. Right. Put it in there. Duke. Yeah. Well, you're already half a Duke fan. That's a great point. But would you do it for a hundred grand a year? Yeah. I mean, I can't. I, I mean, let's, hang on. This is the. What does it require me to do? You're, you're in. This is, no, 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 no. You're. <laughs> I. I am a. I am a Ravens fan, but I am by no means an active. I don't do anything. I don't buy jerseys. Jersey. I don't. Drive up there a couple times for That's a game. That's what I'm saying. If go it, to the Steelers if bar. If it requires no, me to do you're this, in. then you're, I can't do it. Okay. I don't have the bandwidth. Makes you a bad guy. No, it doesn't by any stretch of the imagination. Your kids could use that hundred grand. They definitely could. There's no question about that. I don't have the bandwidth by able, by which to do these things. If all it required me to do is tell people, yeah, I like the Steelers, then yeah, sure. You're right. I can nope. do it. You're in. But I'm not a fan of any... You're, I used to be a fan of, of bands. I can't even do... You're the, in. You Drew messaged me the night he's at the... Like, he's, dude, I'm at the OAR show. Glenn's obviously here. Messages me, hey bro, where you at? Right, You're like, like yeah, I'm at home. Right, that's what I'm doing. I'm having a bad run here. Uh, Springsteen, and then I had yeah. I had ninth row seats to see Aerosmith. Did you really in yeah. DC? And then they... I've never seen him. That's oh, my bucket. Oh, you've never seen Aerosmith. It's my bucket okay. list. Got to see him. I, I have a real problem because, like, obviously, we're all going to be spending money on Orioles playoff tickets in a minute. And I, my bucket list is the Rolling Stones. That's my thing. Okay. I've never seen the Stones. And they okay. just put out this new song because they have this album coming out. So obviously they're going to well, do one more. No one's quite sure it's them. Well, I don't know. It sounds, ama- of, it sounds amazing. There's a lot of people saying it's not really them. What does that even mean? <laughs> that they've doctored up mixed voice and put it into a digital thing. That's that what everyone, <laughs> Third Eye Blind does that. No, but I mean, everyone this isn't even mixed singing. That. They've taken mixed voice. Oh, it's, voice. A, it's AI? It's, it, yes. Well, that's what everybody says. No, it sounds great. I don't care if it is. It sounds incredible. Um, so that's that's my thing. What are Oriole playoff tickets going to cost? Oh, Do we for know God, yet? Drew. Just just don't t- let Ethan know. We're not going. <laughs> We're not. Whatever We're not going. It is. It's not Go down there and stand by the stadium. 100%. Just be part of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, I'm worried about that. I'm worried about that. Anyway, would you rather Wednesday? Uh, you know what? Somebody, uh, Josh Charles gave me one the other day, too, that I forgot to include. His Josh, at the end of the game on Sunday, his son said to him, Dad, I would have rather we lost the game than lost all four of these players. I did that. I wrote that the next day. Did you really? Would you? Which would you have rather had? Yeah. I wrote. I published a thing on Twitter. Would you have rather the Ravens lost and no one got hurt, or win and what happened happened? Which one would you rather have had? I wrote that the next that night. I mean, I hate saying that it feels obvious that the answer is you'd rather they lose and keep all those guys, but at some. Like you can your only, answer your your sub answer to that's going to be well at some point they were getting hurt anyway. It, it's it it's that and on the flip side there's only so many times you can say that like the games have to matter at some point. You can feel that way because it's week one. Like week one you're like wow there's 16 games ahead of you. But if we pose the same question in week 16 when they need a win in order to win the division you'd say this is crazy you have to win the game. 
So you've got to be able to keep that perspective. When Part you're of it also, the subset to it is, how long is Stanley and Lindenbaum going right. to be out? Correct. Are they out four games right. or two games right. or one game? Yeah. If they're out one game, yeah, not a big deal. Correct. But they're going to go there this week and get their doors blown off. And they're going to come home the following week against Indianapolis and win no matter if those guys play or not. So they're going to be two and one no matter what. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Jacksonville tried to lose to Indianapolis. They did their best. Indianapolis isn't coming here and winning. I don't think you, the Ravens are going to go there to Sunday and get clobbered. They're going to come home and win, and they're going to be two and one no matter if these guys play or not. So, but ultimately, do we understand that you have to take your? You have to say that you would rather win. Is is it the requirement? Well, Fifty six forty four was the was the Twitter. Fifty six said win. Forty four said lose. It's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough. I understand it. It's I, tough. It is All tough. Right. All right. Number one, would you rather? Yes. The Colts asking price for Jonathan Taylor comes down. It's now Patrick Queen and a third-round pick. Or just stick with the guys that you got in the backfield. Mm. Mm. Griffin got really excited because it was this scenario where he could get rid of Patrick Queen, who he refuses to acknowledge as a good football player. He's like, I can get rid of a guy that's great? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to... Yeah, I think it was just question. staring off into well, space. Well, I'm, th- I'm thinking, is he? What's his contract status? Uh, One more year, right? Yes. Or two? Yes. Hang on a second. I'll, yeah, I'll, I mean, yeah. This I is, mean, I, this by the way, a lot of people have brought does, that up. I'm not telling you whether or not they'd re-sign him. Like that's that, you guys want. No, that. you don't have to do that. I'm not but telling. Tell you me that. if he's got yeah, a this, full year left. This is the or, final year. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving up Patrick Queen for Jonathan Taylor if he's got you one know, year left. It's Patrick Queen's final year too. Right? I, I know, but they're going to re-sign Patrick Queen. Are they? Yes. Where is all this money coming from? They can sign two. They're going to resign. He's about to break the bank. He's not going to get – maybe he's not going to get Roquan money, but it only takes one team. Jets are so ready to pay him. Like, Patrick Queen is going to get an extraordinary amount of money, and I – if you're telling me the Ravens are going to sign him, the Ravens God have a history of keeping everybody I, they want to keep. I, I understand that, and but I once upon a time they, they couldn't. Broke one, they so. couldn't keep both Ray Lewis and Bart Scott, right? Like Bart Scott, please. I understand that, Lord. I understand, but what I'm saying is they spent twenty million dollars per year on a linebacker already. I don't know how many off-ball linebackers you can pay extraordinary amounts of money to, and Patrick Queen is pricing himself into that territory. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a very good player. I'll, I'll I'm still going to say. I don't want Taylor for that price. Okay. Because I think we're going to need to win a lot of games in 1913. Really? Uh, oh, based it, on what I'm seeing. If, that, if that's the case, then I I, I think you might as well. Um, uh, I'm not getting rid of for, for different reasons, uh, I'm also going to say I think we got to stick with what we have here. Uh, you had the opportunity know, to trade away Padre Queen, know, and you went, like, well, nobody's doing it. If Griffin's Jonathan not going to do it, then nobody's doing yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, plus a third and I'm not, pick, I mean, a Taylor's lot. a good running back. But the idea, of course, we understand what the reasoning would be. The reasoning why it would make sense is because a third-round pick is what you think you would get back in a compensatory pick if you don't sign Jonathan sure. Taylor. I like... Gus Edwards a lot, and I like Justice Hill. Like, so ask uh, me again in two or three weeks. Yeah, I, this is so where those this guys is, are both one knee sprain away. This is the difficult part I have about this conversation. I think that you can argue why you don't do it, but the people that are falling in this is the falling in love with the guys you have thing, which is weird because normally in no Baltimore, one else in the league we wants fa- either one of those. guys. We fall in love with the guys that don't play for us, right? But in Baltimore, this is the oh no, Justice Hill, baby. Like he ran for one yard per carry on Sunday. One. I get it. He scored two touchdowns, and that's neat. He ran for one yard per carry. What? I, I hope it works out. I pray it works I mean, out. I mean, he can't keep. But talking for one about yard this, like, I, I hope you're right about <laughs> that, Griffin. Number two. But no one in the league would take Chelsea's Hill. I mean, they, somebody would take but him. But not to be the reg- right, regular running the, back. Correct. I mean, right. I understand that. 
Number two, would you rather? I'll tell you what I would do. What? If he'll give us the helmets back. Oh, yeah. I'd do it. Do that swap right now. Give us the Colts helmets back, you scumbags, and we'll do it. But wait a second. What, to do what? <laughs> You're acting like you would want the Ravens to wear the Colts helmets. Then, yeah, moving because forward. we become the Baltimore Colts. You would you would abandon. And they become the yeah, Indianapolis well, Ravens. Not happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Ravens for the Colts. Do it all. Just give us the helmets and the colors. Number back. two, would you rather? Miraculously, indeed, Felix Batista is going to be back for the playoffs. Well, and you fact, know they're pitching him again. And in fact, well, I don't know that. Oh. And stop. Wait a second. That's stop. coming. But they might they, look. They're clearly trying. No, but no. at some point, if he physically, my arm can't, doesn't feel good. Yeah, it doesn't no, matter. Yeah, Keep go, throwing. Go right ahead on out there. Um, Felix Batista is back for the playoffs, and miraculously, on top of that, is Felix Batista in the playoffs. But it means that between the now, and, I can't even play the game. Between now and the, here, I'm going to do a bit for a hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's not happening. Will you shut up for a hundred grand? Go ahead. But it means that between now and the end of baseball season, everything you consume, every food, every beverage, and even every toiletry you use must be pumpkin spiced. Or, nah, going to have to take our chances. So how long does this go for? And Whenever baseball season ends, I've early got, November. And, and, and what's the caveat? Everything you eat, any food you consume. You couldn't just go have a pizza. If you want pizza, you'd have to find a pumpkin spice pizza. Everything you eat, every beverage you consume, coffee, soda, water, whatever it is, beer, has to be. And oh, also all of your toiletries. Your toothpaste, your deodorant. Your and shampoo. he is the old Felix Batista. And he is the guy. He's the guy. I that, love pumpkin, but that's a no. You're going to pass. You're just going to take your chance. Toss him back out there with his bad arm. Let's see how that goes. Because <laughs> okay. you know what's going to happen. He's going to. He's got five innings left in him. You think that's the. It ma- magically is five? I, I think he's got. I, there is. I mean, I, yeah. I, I would say he's got some. Some amount of time left before it. He's going to tear his UCL he and turns into a pumpkin, and that's it. Right. He'll throw. It could be his first inning, or he could get three guys out in the game one and three guys out in game two, and then throw one pitching game three, and it's gone. All right, All right. very good. Uh, he's yeah, pitching for, again, by the way. I'm you still put that ninety-two percent. I'm still not sure about that. For Felix Bautista to be Felix Bautista, yeah. I mean, all the guys that took him yard this year, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything it would make me feel, you, uh, you know, consume. more. Involved yeah. with the season. Oh, yeah. Oh, in touch with your inner yeah. basic white girl. Yeah, yeah. That's the I way it's the gonna fall, go. You know, uh, I love fall S two, but there's no chance in hell. Yeah. About so easy. If I, I thought think... it, this is the awkward. What about uh, Mugu guy pan? Does that have to have pumpkin? Yeah, right. Yes. Even your Mugu guy. Forget pan about has it. Has to be pumpkin spice. Right. Never mind. Um, the the point would be if I believed that that was the singular difference in them winning the World Series. Like if I thought that otherwise. If I felt confident when Felix Batista got hurt that this was a team that was going to win the World Series, that I, that I, in a legitimate world, I would might be able to say yes to that. What did we bet on, by Hell the way? Uh, uh, Asian Kitchen. We bet on something. Oh God, what was our bet? Son of a bitch! It was. Oh Griffin, you were supposed to measure this. I You're gonna have no, to go back and find it, it now. It was the number of number of games Rashad Bateman plays. That's Correct. exactly what it was, and the number we played 12. with was twelve. Yep. Yes. Yeah, twelve. Yeah. You need to write that down. I do. Somewhere. I do have it written down. All right. And what's the bet? It's just for the Asian dinner kitchen. at the Asian or lunch at the Asian kitchen. I already Damn called over. Yeah. I already <laughs> called over. Told him we're coming. I'm already one there. I'm already right. on my way. Yep. You'll hear from Rashad Bateman later on this program, segment number one of the Tyus Bowser show. 
And number three. I can't believe you said that about Flacco last night. Yeah, on the air. It was weird. I don't even know why. On the air. Super weird. I had this one written stinks. down. Glenn, no, that wasn't Glenn it. says he'll get Baltimore tattooed on his back if the Orioles win a World Series. That was this year. That no, was what, yeah. So I'm yeah. doing, it's the Gervonta Davis tattoo. I told, the, the mayor and I were having a conversation oh, okay. for some reason. And the, if you know the over-the-top Gervonta Davis tattoo, uh, we were joking about the idea of getting it if the Orioles won the World Series. And I just said. big in his shirt. Yeah, do they? I said, you using ste- you back on steroids again? <laughs> so you're you getting a tattoo if the Orioles I'm getting, Have you ever seen Javante Davis's tattoo? I think oh, so. Oh, God, man. It you're is, getting a tattoo. If they, the- win, if they win this year, I will get the Javante the Davis back tattoo. Hang on a second. What's wrong with you? I don't know. So, it, it would be so very exciting. Look, that's, on, that's his tattoo. On, on June Baltimore, 15th. Written out on his back. On June 15th, Drew said the Orioles would win the division by five games. Well, there's a real chance of that, yeah. but he, we didn't make a bet about it. No, we, but it doesn't mean anything. But that doesn't mean. I've been anything. telling you this. I've been telling you this for all summer. But there, by the way, it doesn't feel great that it's going to be five games. They need to start. Somebody's got to well, pitch. This series at some will point. Yeah, almost this weekend. Yeah. This will end it. They'll they'll both win today. The Orioles have a three game lead. The Tampa will win Friday night because Flaherty's pitching. And no, we're going to well, do the Trey Turner thing. Oh, yeah. Are you on board with that? Yeah. We try and tell everybody to go cheer for, like, like give him a rock. How can you ovation. cheer for him when he's losing 4 0? That nothing. was the Trey Turner thing. The Trey Turner stuff. Trey Turner's a real player. I under- well, stop. Jack Flaherty used to be a real player. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Trey Turner stunk. Everybody went to a game and gave him a raucous ovation at his first at bat. No, I can't and get out now. And another homer last he's night. He's been really good since. So, in the same way, our plan. Is that everybody goes? Not our plan. Somebody else said it on Twitter. That's the way it started. That we send everybody to the game on Friday night with a sold-out crowd, and everybody's ramped up from the Adam Jones ceremony, and we have them all give Jack Flaherty a rousing Ain't ovation. Happening. He stinks. But we're going to wrap aware, it up. We're aware that he stinks. That's the point, Drew. We're going to wrap it up in Cleveland on that Saturday. Oh, for God's sakes! All right, I'm number, just telling you, number that th- Saturday we wrap it up. Number three, you're the New York Jets. Would you rather, indeed, Tom Brady wants one more shot? Or don't you might as well stop? Okay, you don't even need to tell me. Well, did you see their offensive line? Or the doors line? come back? You think? Did you see their offensive line? I did. Two plays, uh, four plays, two sacks. So the other side is: Would you rather have a more athletic quarterback of some sort? Maybe say I don't know a Tyler Huntley, anyone who could avoid standing in the pocket. I don't know. This is just your obsession with Tom Brady. That's all this is. You're yeah, but but there is something to be said for that. I'm aware. I mean, their line is terrible. It's dreadful. And you need whoever it is. And he's 50 years old. Tyrod Taylor or Huntley or who's I saw Taylor playing for some oh the Giants. Um anyway, I try to answer the question legitimately. Think that you're the GM of the Jets. I would probably go with somebody more athletic oh, right. just because there's just no way Brady's going to play and and not and not not get hurt. Right, get murdered because by you're that. gonna. Yeah. He's gonna get killed. Hundred percent. All right, there you go. That's would you rather Wednesday. Get your your answers in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, facebookcom Radio. What's your deal? Do you need to go take food to your son? Do you need? No, I'm to, good for a while. You can get yeah, sang for a I'm, while. Uh, Fifteen more minutes or twenty right. minutes. Well, we're gonna whatever. We're gonna as long as I get paid for the hour. Oh well, I got. Well, I've been meaning to talk to you. About okay. That. Been meaning. To talk <laughs> I'm to you back about to the half hour pay now. Uh, hour number one has been brought to you by Superbook. Again, use the code Glenn Clark 23 when you sign up at Superbook.com or download the Superbook app. 
And when you do, you will get your first bet matched up to $250, win or lose, with free bets. So make your deposit, same day, first bet, up to $250, matched, win or lose, in free bets, if you use the code GlennClark23 when you sign up. All right, into hour number two of the program. Coming up this Friday night, Virginia plays at Maryland in College Park. Going to be a raucous Friday night atmosphere. Joining us now, Virginia defensive lineman, Baltimore native, and Archbishop Spalding alum. He is Jameer Carter, and he is with us here on GCR. Jameer, it's Glenn and Drew in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time for us this morning. Thank you for having me for giving me the opportunity to be here. Absolutely, Jameer. Um, I went to Glenn Burney, by the way, just so you know. I, I'm still fond of you, even though you guys were sort of our rivals back in the old day. Mm. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> rivals, though, grew. Well, they really were Martin. Rivals. I'm so old, it was called Martin Spalding. Oh, God, you are old. All right, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Drew is old. Um, uh, Jameer, it's great to chat with you, man. Let, let's go back. Let me let me take a, a few steps back. First of all, your path from growing up here in Baltimore to ending up at Spalding. Why was Spalding the right fit for you? And how do you feel like Spalding helped launch you to this point where, you know, let's be honest, you're kind of on the edge of a pro career. You know, when I you know, think back in my trajectory so far, I think Spalding really to me was the best place where, you know, I can develop as a person, you know, to the best of my abilities and a football player as well. Um, at the time, I really uh, loved the environment that Spalding had and the coaching staff and uh, all the faculty members that were there. So, you know, that, that's why I really chose Spalding. Why was Virginia the right fit for you coming out of high school? Why was that the place you wanted to be? You know, similar to my high school experience, I wanted to find a place where, you know, there was a strong community, you know, a strong sense of, uh, you know, family environment and leadership. And this was really the best place for me where I could develop even more. So I got to be honest with you, man. This this Friday night thing, this worries me a little bit because what I what I don't know is, would you have chosen? Did Maryland even try to to get in touch with you, or did they just completely miss out on you? And now you're going to come back here and say, okay, I'm going to have to have five sacks in this game to show it, show them what it is they missed out on. You know, at the time of my you know recruiting, uh, they did recruit me. Mm. Uh, they recruited me all through high school. So there was some attention there. All right, so this is not it's it's not personal, is what you're saying. I know you want to play well and uh, win the game anyway, but it's not personal. You don't have anything to prove to anybody here. No, it's not personal. Okay. I always try to keep the same approach uh, week in and week out, despite who we're playing. I understand that entirely. Jameer Carter with us as we are getting ready for Maryland and Virginia on Friday night. That said, and I'm sure you know the, the good news for you is that I'm sure your family, your friends, will be able to come down and see you play a ton over the years because you're not too far away. Um, but yep. but this on Friday night, can I assume there'll probably be even more folks that are there to watch you on Friday night, maybe even a bigger crowd? Oh, yeah, for sure. I can assume there'll be, you know, more people just because, you know, it's not too far from Baltimore. So you know, I'm excited for the turnout. That'd be cool. Jameer, I know it's been um, a tough time for the last year uh, at Virginia, and you guys went through something that – uh, I, I can't even fathom what it's been like. Um, how, how have you guys tried to handle wanting to play for your fallen teammates and the guys that you lost? And I, I know it's got to be something that makes it even difficult. Like, it's got to be something that you think about all the time. But what has it been like trying to honor those guys and wanting to do and accomplish the goals that you know those guys had? 
you know, yeah, like you said, you know, it's never, you know, it's never easy to experience something like that and, you know, to try to move forward. But we try to come in uh, week in and week out and, you know, try to uplift to the standards that we have set here and the standards that we know that those guys, uh, Lavo, Devin, and Deshaun, that, you know, they will want us to perform to. So, really, really, we try to honor that memory through everything we do. So it's rather, you know, academics or, you know, even football. It's something, unfortunately, as we're chatting with Jameer Carter, a Baltimore native, Spalding alum, Virginia defensive lineman. Um, unfortunately, obviously, as I'm sure you know, at Maryland, when Jordan McNair passed away a few years ago, for years I would talk mm-hmm. to guys that would say, I, I want to accomplish those goals, but I, I want to accomplish it for Jordan. I want to feel like I, I'm helping him accomplish a goal. And it's such a it, – it almost – I don't know if it becomes a burden at some point, like that you – you worry that you're letting those guys down. Do you, does it any ever time you know, become a, a weight that you guys have to carry trying to play for for your brothers? You know, I, I think it is a weight, but not not in a negative way. So what I mean by that is, even if we, or let's say me, if I had never accomplished something, you know, I wouldn't feel as much that I let them down because I know, you know, they would still be happy and proud despite what the outcome is, as long as, you know, our effort is there and everything else. Well, what is it, you know, I think a lot of people are aware of the fact that this tragedy occurred, but maybe don't know those guys and what they were. Is there anything that you could tell us specifically about those guys that you guys have been missing and trying to honor that we should know about on a national perspective? You know, really, you know, all three of those guys, they were, uh, they were determined each and every day. Um, you know, each of them individually had goals that they wanted to achieve themselves. But, you know, really they came in each day, you know, with a smile on their face, uh, energetic, and, you know, really was grateful for opportunities, you know, that they were given in the moment. Jameer, you guys, I know it's been a tough start to the season, um, sitting at 0-2 as you head to Maryland. But how, what is it that – like, obviously it was very close last week, and you were right there – What's the biggest difference? What right now do you feel like is if this clicks, we're going to be able to start ramping this thing up that, you know, obviously around here we're hoping doesn't click come Friday night? You know, really, I think it all starts with our, you know, fundamentals and in certain situations is really focusing in on the little things, uh, making sure we're assignment sound. It's really the most important part. You guys, uh, you know, the, the idea of you coming in here, like this is a Maryland team that is, is certainly moving in the right direction and there's some belief that they could make some noise in the Big Ten. How, how nice would it be? I know that you – I don't even know if the Virginia-Maryland rivalry of the ACC past means anything to you or if anybody's tried to talk to you about it this week. But would that be um, at all a little bit more special? Are you at all aware of the history there? And why for, like, Virginia fans, it would be more meaningful for you guys win this one? Yeah, you know, like like any rivalry game in college football, there's always, you know, a ton of history and, you know, emotion behind it. And I also understand that, you know, when in any rivalry game, you know, despite who we're playing, that that, that would mean so much to the fan base, you know, and to all the people that came before, you know, us and me that have played in that game. Um, you are, as I mentioned earlier, you are on the path to carving out a pro career for yourself, Jameer. How, I, I know team goals are obviously at the top of the list, 
But what is it that you personally wanted to make sure that you showed everyone this season in order to get to that place, in order to make sure that you're playing on Sundays next year? Uh, really, one of my goals is, you know, I wanted to show that I'm technically sound in everything I do. And I can be someone, you know, week in and week out that's consistent, uh, despite who the opponent is. And I always try to play my absolute best to a standard. Have you started to, to feel a little bit? Like, have you started to get the sense of that this is real? That, like, the things that I've wanted to do, they're playing out. This this really could be plausible for me that I'm going to be doing this professionally a year from now. Uh, you know, I'll say, uh, yes, I have had those thoughts. Um, but I would say, like, really in the moment, it's really hard to, yeah. you know, focus on such something so big and then try to perform your best in the moment. So I'll really, you know, try to take it day by day. And, you know, when I lift my head up, we'll see where we're at in the future. I understand that. I completely get it, and it's probably the right way to handle things. But we're imagining how cool it would be if you were, like, say, you know, wearing purple next year or running out the tunnel at M&T Bank Stadium, which would be maybe the coolest thing that could ever possibly happen. So that would be a wild thing that we can root for. Um, Jameer Carter, uh, it just, you know, I, I, I know everybody got excited about Spalding this year. Malik looks like maybe one of the best quarterbacks in the entire country. Do you need to go have like a pep talk with them or something? Like they tried to lose to Concordia. They turn around, they lost the week afterwards. Like, do you got to go like, you know, get up there and, 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 and whip some guys around and say, what the hell's going on up here? <laughs> you know, I would say, yeah, you know, just because of my schedule in college football, you know, I really don't have a lot of time to get in contact with those guys, but I'm always rooting from a distance, and, and I know the talent that's coming in and out of that program. And I know Coach Schmidt you know, and the rest of the yep. staff, so they're going to have to turn that thing around. I know you're right. I know you're right. It's just been a little bit of a bumpy start. A little bit of a bumpy start. You know, right. wait till they got Coward Hall. Yeah, one week from Friday night, Coward they get Hall. Coward Hall. That's right. One week Coward from Friday Hall. night. That'll be a big one for sure. Uh, Jameer, where can be, uh, folks around here be giving you a follow? Twitter, Instagram, anywhere like that. Where can they be giving you a follow as you uh, continue on your journey? Uh, yeah, so you guys can follow me on Twitter, and my handle is I am Jameer, spelled I A M. J-A-H-M-E-E-R. Jameer, I apologize. I was saying Jameer the entire time. We'll make sure we get it right moving forward. Jameer, I am so sorry about that, my friend. Uh, Jameer, uh, congratulate. Look, you know know the deal. We can't pretend like we're rooting for you on Friday night. It's just the way that it goes. But we'll root for you personally moving forward and all the success you continue to have. Uh, Thank you. Congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far. Thanks for taking the time for us. Look forward to chatting with you again down the road, all right? Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show today. Jameer Carter uh, from the University of Virginia, Baltimore native and Spalding alum. Yeah, there was a lot of excitement surrounding uh, Spalding. Well, the athletic program, the athletic program there in in whole, yes, has I would say, and I don't even know, I'll say ten years. In the last ten years, there's probably not been an MIAA school that has improved Grown, to the level yeah. they have mm-hmm. in all of their sports. Mm-hmm. Their golf team won the championship three or four times, um, uh, maybe three. Basketball's been very good. Baseball's been unbelievable. Football's been very much improved. And lacrosse has been 
you know, lacrosse has been better. That's mm-hmm. probably the one sport. Mm-hmm. Soccer and lacrosse. No, but, but, but they had been lacrosse has very much been in contention to win that league. Yeah, so- right. soccer has probably been the one that hasn't quite yet, you know, caught up to the others. But baseball, they're as good as anybody. Um, golf, they've been very competitive. Football, they've been very competitive. Basketball, they've been very good. They have an outstanding coach there. They, they've, you know, they Spalding's really worked hard over the last ten years to upgrade their athletics there, big time. Um, now they had a lot of room to grow. Yep, correct. That's true. But uh, you know, they have. They have a quarterback named Malik Washington who is everybody's raving. Really about. thought of as right. one of the top quarterback prospects in the country. Yep. He has already gotten offers from Maryland. They had to Penn I don't State. remember where he went, but they had one of the best three or four players um basketball in the no, Cam Whitmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cam Whitmore we're, is we're, in the NBA. No, 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 that's not him then. Okay. I'm like, no. <laughs> yes, he was a no. big deal. <laughs> it's way more recent than that. Well Cam Whitmore would have only been like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, Cam, but it wasn't him. Okay, I'm not saying there wasn't another one, but Cam well, Whitmore's with the, the shot at Concordia football there. Yeah. Well, I mean, good team. it was that would have been a stunning upset. I mean, that yeah, would have been yeah. a stunning upset for them to have beaten Spalding. Yes, like and again, just because of the per- direction that Spalding mm-hmm. appears to be going and the level. I'm not trying to take a shot at Concordia, but that would have been. And by the way, I still think that even coming that close and frankly, Spalding needing a miracle to yeah. have won the game. Um, is a statement about where Concordia is headed, right? That like they're trying to 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 move in and be more competitive. And it is him. Yeah. Like I don't know who you. Because I, I, I didn't think his first name was Cam. When yeah. you said Whitmore, that yeah, got Cam, to me. Cam I, Whitmore is with the Rockets. He was. Uh, it was a little so bit. He went dis- to Villanova for one year. Yes, it was a little bit disappointing because a lot of people thought he was a top ten pick, and for whatever reason, he slid down and only went at the twentieth pick. In the NBA draft, so it was actually I just disappointing. Didn't think his name was Cam. I mean, it is. But it's I, definitely Cam. no. I know, but when you said that, I'm like, it does sound like Whitmore, but I didn't think his first name was Cam. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, they've Spalding's done very well. Uh, yeah. Next Friday night, that game against yeah, Kyle next Hall, Friday night, they're getting punched in the mouth. <laughs> there we go. That's go. our. That's our guy. <laughs> let's go, Cards. That's our guy. How about yesterday, Loyola? Uh, by the way, Loyola soccer very improved. Um, first time Coward Hall lost in 34 games yesterday. Really. Howard Hall's really? down this year for sure. Okay, it's uh, you know what I love. Uh, I'm going to leave on this note. I'll leave you with. I'll start this fire and leave. Okay, good. I love how yeah, many go people go online, go right and it's so funny to see all of these um, roll dons, roll people talking about yesterday's soccer game. I'm like, where are you? Where are you people been for five years? Man, while there you we go. While you There's weren't, our guy. while you weren't doing any winning. Where have you been? There's our guy. I love it. But I, I will say they are very, very good, Loyola. I have not seen John Carroll, although John Carroll's had the weirdest year. I, I'm not – they've either tied every game. So, you know, there's no more ties. I mean, there's no more um, – Overtime. Overtime. Yeah, they did that at the college level too. They got it's rid the of dumbest overtime. thing they've ever done. I, I, this is the funny thing because any, anything you do that it's Loyola, the first – Loyola University, the first season – because last year was the first year of no overtime in college soccer, and um, they had eight ties on well, the season. I think John Carroll – John Carroll is either zero wins and right. four ties, or ze- or one win and three ties. Yeah. John Carroll's supposed to be the the ace of the league. McDonough's good. McDonough tied Gilman yesterday. Gilman lost to Coward Hall, and I don't know that Gilman has a loss since then, but because they've tied them all, like play everything. Everything's it's a tie. bizarre. Yes, everything's. Um, a tie. but Loyola of the teams I've seen so far, mm-hmm. 
I would say Loyola looks like they're the best. Now, I have not seen um, John Carroll. I've seen everybody else of, of the teams that are good. Um, so Carroll Hall's down. I mean, they lost the kid. And this is the funniest thing about any sport, but particularly in high school. And I go through it with golf all the time. And it, you, When you have these teams, like Coward Hall had last year, they had Madure, Monmouth, the big boy in the back that went to Navy, Nagy. Um, when you have these, uh, they had the kid up front who left, uh, Bilal, who went somewhere else, Angelini, who's at Loyola now, right? Mm-hmm. When you have those core Cody of kids, you, people have no idea like what those core of kids did for Calvert sure, Hall. Sure. Now, other schools have, have that too, right? Like I'm just using that as an example. So now when they're down and people are like, I don't understand what happened. what's going on with Calvert Hall. What's going on with Calvert Hall is you had four of the best 20 soccer players they've had there in 20 years on the same team. And they all left. Yep. Richie Monath gone. Uh, ben Medor gone, Nagy gone, this other boy gone, Angelini. Like they're they're gone. Yep. How do you replace them? Yep. So I think it, it's going to be okay. I think they're going to be all right. They'll be okay. Yeah. I think they'll be. They're, all right. they're they might have a down year this year. For the record, uh, Diana Rossini reports this morning that the Jets will not reach out to Tom Brady. About interest. It would be fun if they did. To play. You got to admit that. Uh, she says that Brady is also making it very clear to people close to him that he is just done. He's not. Well, he rang bad. the bell the other day. I mean, he was definitely. You can't come back from ringing the bell. I mean, it was pretty. That was pretty ring over the, the top. That was pretty over the top. Everyone knows day. once you ring the bell. How can it be? How is there anything? And then it could be over the top Brady. for Tom Brady. I understand. Come on, that's fair. That's he's fair. Tom Brady. No, I mean in the context of like announcing you're done, like going out of your way to announcing you're done. Okay. Whatever the Patriots want to do for Tom Brady, I get it. The guy won six Super Bowls for them. They should, you know, rename everything. They could call themselves the New England Tom Brady's. Correct. Um, they had, they How had funny no, would that be, by the way, if they did that and they put his by the way, we got head into, on the helmet? We got into this yesterday. So Michael Lombardi has a book out right now. Okay. And we had him on to talk about it. And there's a passage in his book in, of why he – and, you know, Michael Lombardi, of course, was with the Browns for years right. in their front office. And he wrote a passage in that book. It's a very short passage about why he doesn't think Art Modell should be in the Hall of Fame. He said it's nothing – I don't either, by the way. Uh, but you think it's because of the move. Correct. He thinks it's because he's the guy who fired Paul Brown, Marty oh, Schottenheimer, well, and Bill Belichick. Well, he fired two and, and a half if, Hall of Fame coaches. If you fire those three coaches, three of the, I think he said like eight winningest coaches of all time, that if you fire those three coaches, you can't be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, okay. Paul Brown, a, a pioneer, and the Belichick thing, fair enough. But you but, see, you no, know, hold on. The, uh, wait, but, wait, 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 wait. No, but actually, the smart, the smart football minds would tell you that Marty Schottenheimer is the better coach. I was just going to say, yeah, right? Let's like, be honest. Belichick was nothing without Tom Brady. That's the. That's I mean, what we on. ended up talking about let's yesterday. Be, and, like, and I'm not suggesting that even now you're seeing more of what Bill Belichick really is because I, I'm not stupid. Bill Belichick's a great coach. Correct. And he's a Hall of Fame coach. But let's also understand, you know, Mac Jones ain't looking like Tom Brady up that, there. This is it's an like, it's, how do we appropriately kind of have this conversation? He said that he he doesn't vote for him because of that, the, because he was the guy that fired those three coaches. And in fairness, if you go back and do the history lesson, like he fired Marty Schottenheimer because he meddled, because he said to Marty Schottenheimer, "That's what all coaches do. You you have to they hire meddle. No 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 that it's Art Modell meddled. Like oh. he went to Marty Schottenheimer when they were having a run of wild success." And said, you have to hire a different... Schottenheimer was the coach uh, with the fumble, right? For the fumble, yes, 100%. Okay. Said, you have to hire um, an, a, a, a different offensive coordinator. 
Marty Schottenheimer said no, and he fired him. Okay, well, that may I, – I would never vote for Art because I would – and now, again, people are always going to go, oh, Al Davis. I wouldn't have voted for him either. I would never vote for an owner who moved the team. And that's just me. Uh, I know that makes me an old guy yelling at the clouds. Yeah. I don't care. I would some... never vote for an owner who moved the team out of their city. I just wouldn't. That'd be the end of it. It's just like the Pete Rose thing. You can how all you want about, well, we got DraftKings now, and we got Superbook, and we got all these people, and we got gambling, and they're making that, – that's all well and good. Pete Rose bet on the games when he was managing the team. He can't be in the Hall of Fame. I, I, I don't know any other nice way to say it. So there you go. And it's I the gotta, same thing I gotta, with – I got to think about that. It's the same way with Art Modell. I, I would just not vote for someone who moved the team. What is and, that, and that shirt, by the way? Is that – my shirt? What tour is that? The water is fire. This is Red Veil. Who's Red Veil? He's the rapper that I saw him in May. Uh, he's like 19 years old. He's from PG County. Oh, he's terrible. Sure. No, he's not. He's Prob- actually probably is. No, he's uh, not. <laughs> great concert. If you say so. Yeah. Water Just, to fire. I don't know why. I was like, what is that? The back. Um, really anyway, so yeah. I, 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 to I, me, to me, it's a far more egregious mistake to move the team than it is to fire uh, Paul Brown. I, but. I, it, I, Look, I don't but really, anyway. want, I don't really want to get into that debate debate today. But like, I've never heard anyone but, say that before. But, that's interesting. And that's what I said too. I was like, look, we disagree because I do think, to me, it's as I've always said about our model, it's the scope of what their impact was. And if you're putting owners in, because if somebody said we're just not going to put owners in, well then fine, right? Like I'm good with that. I don't put any owners. I in. I think there is an but, argument for that too. But if you're gonna put owners Honestly. in and try to measure, if you're gonna put the NFL films guys in. If you're gonna put the Sables in the Hall of Fame, and, and they're then, saying that, and they're saying that because the template for admission is that that they that you can't tell the story of the league without them. Correct. Then, if that's the template, then, then Art, Art would be, has to be in. Then the Hall Art of would fame. be in. Like that's my my argument right. is I'm not. I, I didn't tell you I had to put the Sables in the Hall of Fame. You said that, and if you said that. And by the way, even within Michael Lombardi's book, he says Art Modell wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but he talks that Howard Cosell should be in the football, not a, not in the broadcasting wing, and not in the, he got the whatever award they call it, the Roselle Award, that he should be recognized like with a bust in the Hall of Fame. And if you believe that, then I believe that you have to think that I Art think Modell... I think when you put those people in, I'm going to say this and leave, that way I can start a fire and go. Yeah, go ahead. I think when you say these people... What do, you mean? You what do you mean, these Whatever people? you call them, the yeah. Sables and the owners and the, the, the Howard Cosells, I, I think when you talk about admitting them into the Hall of Fame, it's, it's a giant show of disrespect to the players, in my opinion. A giant the, show of the disrespect? The football players are what matter. I agree with that part. We agree. It's so funny because... They want you to believe that's not the case. It, it, it is the only case. I understand that. Now, if you want to make an argument that Dan Fouts shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame or Don Coriel shouldn't By be the in way, the Hall of Fame. We had a magical or, moment yesterday when we were talking about Jets quarterbacking history where Griffin doesn't know what Joe Na- didn't know what Joe Namath's career numbers were. They were terrible. And I was like, you, you should go ahead. Because I didn't really want to turn it into like a, a – sh- when we were talking about the Jets and the Aaron Rodgers thing, I didn't really want to do it. Joe Namath got in the Hall of Fame on one game. So I said – I was, I was like, well, they haven't really had a franchise quarterback since Joe Namath. And if we're being honest, eh, I Ken said, O'Brien was good. Okay, all right, that's fine. Ken, Ken O'Brien, O'Brien was probably— They were good in those years. That's fair. They, that's they, fair. They, but the point was, I said, and, jo- and Joe Namath—and then I sort of stopped myself. I'm like, I don't really want to do this today. He was terrible. And then Griffin's, Griffin kind of looked at me like starry-eyed. I said, just look up Joe Namath's career numbers. It, he was terrible. <laughs> you tell me. Like, go it, ahead. it would be akin to putting in Derek Lowe. 
and I love me some Derek Lowe. You love Derek like, Lowe. Like, this is Joe, this is your way of trying to get Derek Lowe into the Hall of Fame, isn't no, it's, it? It's like Jeter, because he's, he's in New York. No, right? like, no, no, no. 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 Hey, he doesn't better. even in the wait, same no, ballpark. Stop, 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 stop. You, uh, you have a hard on for Derek You're just saying stupid no, stuff wait, now. Wait, 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 wait. You overvalue Derek Jeter. No. Stop, stop. Dude, stop. When you compare stop. Derek Jeter I, to Joe Namath, I agree you're a moron. This is where we're going to try to find some reality in between these two things. Derek Jeter is an overrated baseball player. He is not, was in no ways, it is laughable that Derek Jeter was the guy that was getting 99.9% of Have the Have you vote ever seen him in when, a towel? Thank you. I understand that. That's a different conversation. But, but, to your point, yes, Derek Jeter was Joe still Namath a, was terrible. I agree. I'm trying to find the world between Derek these Jeter two wasn't. Things. He was not terrible. But anyway, it's just overrated. back to my. I, I I think when you put these, I think when you put these people, and and I'm gonna, I'm putting coaches in with the players because the coaches have a d- discernible impact on the games and careers. Howard Cosell didn't have anything to do with anything. I understand that, but I get the like, if we're talking about Steve Sable being in the Hall of Fame, he shouldn't be in either. But he is. It's disrespectful to the players. I disagree that it's disrespectful because they're because they're the ones that matter. I think if the argument is that for every ten players that get in, you could have one contributor get in as well, that works. That math is okay to say that if ten players get in, one contributor could also get in too. I think that math is okay. My point Just is put simply, 11 players in. Well, you know what? There's guys that I think should be in. I mean, I who's think. next? Keith Mills? Keith's a <laughs> Why are you doing Why are you taking shots at Keith Mills? We like Keith. I saw Keith on TV the other night. We, I, I just, is, like, we uh, like Keith. I, of course I like Keith. I've known Keith my whole I life. Know. <laughs> it's Bruce, actually. Who are you That's putting in next, Garso? Yeah, right. well, we, again, why are you saying the name of people we like? <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> oh, Lord. All you right, know, I got to go. By the way, you know what the 4 o'clock – we tried to get the bottom of it yesterday. Go. You know what the 4 o'clock game is on on Fox 45 this week? It's, yeah, the Jets the, and somebody no, it's, probably. Well, the, it's, it's, oh, no, it's the a, CBS game is Jets-Cowboys. Oh, my God. God. There, there's the, like four more to go. The Fox game is Cardinals. Cardinals-Giants. <laughs> so I had Griffin track down Bruce yesterday and say, who do we got to talk to? Like how there's you know what else is on Fox at four o'clock on Sunday? Lord only know. Bill Burr? No, the 49ers Rams, oh, which is oh, a oh, great oh, game oh, oh. that everyone would want to watch. Right. And they're choosing to air Giants Cut. No one in those markets wants to watch that game. No doubt. In Arizona, they I, would give anything for the right to watch another game. I mean, those guys on Monday night, I mean on Sunday night, it was oh, Tarico. Brutal. I mean, brutal. by the second quarter, he was like, I Everything the Cowboys are doing is right. Like everything they're doing. He just couldn't get over it. He made so many references to the betting total in the game. Like very (laughs) only interesting thing going on. It was so he goes, Cowboys, Cowboys need one more score here. And I'm like, they they do? They're winning thirty two to nothing. They don't need another score. Like when do they need another score? All right, all uh, right. DrewsMorningDish.com. Go check it out. We'll see you don't later. say anything that pisses me off, or don't let me know that you said something that in the comments that pissed me off, so I can. Uh, oh, 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 go, oh, you're go good. Back. All right, all right. Appreciate it though. At it's a hooded four iron on Twitter as well as how you follow it. So we what we learned is that the network chooses. Yeah, which makes the, I don't. The people at Fox, the company, think that folks in Baltimore would rather watch Giants Cardinals. Then 49ers Rams on Sunday. 
you go figure that. Um, you figure that. Because that you know what it reeks of is somebody in Los Angeles. That's where Fox is based, right? Somebody in Los Angeles who knows nothing about Baltimore is like, well, it's close to Washington, and that's a division opponent for Washington. Yeah. That's, so that's what it reeks of. That's that is the, is them having, the only argument. Being so disassociated from anything. And so Bruce told They're us like, that, oh, because Marquise Brown is on the Cardinals, that's why. And I, I mean, I don't even think it's that. I, I legitimate. <laughs> so Bruce told us that the, the the station itself can only three times during I the year. So yes, yeah, three challenges. Say no, we don't want that game. You have to, which is, but why would the station not be the one that gets to choose the game? This makes no bloody sense. Why would the people in the mar- why would Fox think that some guy in a suit, some d bag in a suit in L.A have better knowledge of what the people in the market would want to watch than calling the station and saying, hey, Bruce, hey, Morgan now, what game should we air on Sunday? What would people have more interest in? And again, there's not a good one. It's not like they have the choice of putting on a Steeler, you know, like something that would have regional interest for Baltimore. So she would be able to say, well, no one would care about this game at all. Not a single human would have any interest in this game. But there might be five who have interest in the other. And five is a greater number than zero. So maybe we go with that game instead. It's insanity. Like, what is this? This is the type of thing. Like, people are like, why do you care so much about this? You've already right. admitted... You already I mean, admitted you had the, the, the Red, Red Zone, Zone channel, yeah, right? Exactly. And I guess that's... The reason I care is because this is such blatant incompetence. It, it's one thing if it's just picking a bad, you know, like the wrong game between... It'd be one thing if, like, what would what would be a com- comparable game? Um, um, if, the, if the other... If, let's just say the alternative for Sunday was like... Um, tech, no. Because like, the Texans still have a draw, like... No, the Texans don't have oh, a draw. Rookie, what I don't are you know, talking about? Stroud, like, I mean, that's you know, not a draw. That's much, you're I mean, saying the Cardinals the wrong, are the worst. You're saying team. it the wrong way. Um, if the other, if the alternative for Sunday, this, if the alternative for Sunday was Seahawks Cardinals, right? And for whatever reason, they put Seahawks. No, 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 that's a bad game. You can't make that comparison. Let's say it was Seahawks. Say it was like Rockies Nash. Well, not Nationals, but Rockies. You know, but you're talking about baseball. Games, yeah, I know. Well, I'm just talking doing? about two bad teams. Rockies Royals. Oh. Okay, hang on a second. We can do this better. We can we can we we can do this. If the other game was Broncos Chargers, right? Like that was the alternative. And they announced they were going to show Broncos Chargers. And you would say, "Well, this is a better game. These two teams we think are better." But Broncos Chargers, I get it. Justin Herbert's exciting. Russell Wilson's used to be famous. Sean Payton, yeah. Like Sean they, they we thought the Broncos might be like, yeah, these could be teams, I guess that you could competing with for a playoffs, but like you could, you could do the math in your head. Like I would rather watch me personally. I'd rather watch the 49ers Rams game. That's to me a better game, but I get it. Like, you know, it's, it's just, you're choosing one or the other. It's not, this is complete incompetence. This is not only did someone say it, other people saw them say it and just sort of said, yeah, that's what we're doing on Sunday. That's the way it's going to go, which makes you question how everything works. This is pure incompetence. How does anyone function so when it's should, this incompetent? So we need to boycott football. Yes, that's exactly what I'm suggesting is we boycott football together. That's why I, these things bother me. There will be weeks where I will be nitpicking. 
I always look at what the games are. It always interests me. Because to me, and I said this a few years ago, the NFL has a has the ability to do what the NCAA tournament did and just say, we're going to put all the games on TV. And for some reason, has never chosen to do that. And people like to say, well, that's they can't sell the ticket. If they could sell all of the games, if they could say, not only do you get a game on you know, Fox, but you could also have a concurrent game on Fox Sports 1. And you could have a game on FX. Well, I don't even know if Fox owns FX anymore. Uh, like, it might be a Disney thing. Yeah, I'm not sure how that... Yeah, it's a Disney thing. Because there was Hulu and, yeah. It's a whole thing. Um, but if you could say you could have a game on this network and this network. Oh, and you could sell another package. On t- they're trying to find... They're trying to make up TV windows. They are forcing people on the West Coast to watch games at 6.30 a.m. Instead of coming up with a structure where they stagger start times between noon and 9 p.m. for all of the games to be on television. And then people have the choice of what it is that they want to watch. And, like, learning about new stars. Watching Tua Tunga Vailoa. And they're selling all of the games. And all of the networks are willing to pay out the wazoo for football. It's insane. It's nuts. It's never made a lick of sense to me. But I get it. It's not worth it. There's more important things. We can yell about the fact that the Orioles went 1-for-12 with runners in scoring position last yeah. night, which was very frustrating. We didn't really talk about it at the top of the show. I, I don't know what to make of John. John Means was fine. In, I think there would be reason. If you want to say you were encouraged by what John Means did last night, I'm good with encouraged. Problem being, again, our standard is unreasonable for what we might need John Means to be, particularly if some of these other guys and their innings limits, if that really is becoming a thing here late in the season. So encouraged, sure. I'm good with encouraged for the five innings that you saw of John Means last night. But season's running out. <laughs> like, it, it can't stay at encouraged through the end of the playoffs. Like, and I hate that because it's not fair to John Means, but that's the reality. The pitching problem is so real for the Orioles, and again didn't get innings last night they, they, they couldn't it was unreasonable to expect getting more significant innings they are taxed AF I mean it's crazy but hey you know at, at, at least Drew Rom probably won't go throw seven shutout innings tonight or something like I mean, that could he, you imagine I guess he would because it's that's been pro- so bad that's, that's the problem that I like Richie Palacios of course <laughs> Getting to play for some reason, it always works this way. You just knew that Richie Palacios was going to have a massive game because he was back. All of his teammates were there. He tweeted last night: first two home run game in my entire life. LOL. Of course, <laughs> of course, it would happen here. And it's not even like the Orioles ever had Richie Palacios and didn't. Mm-hmm. It, it's more like, you know, you, I was right down the street and you didn't want me. Yeah. Of yeah. course, he was going to have a two home run game. Like we should have known that was going to happen. But hey, Cal, Cal, I love happy for Richie. Yeah, I'm not, not today. <laughs> Didn't his brother have a big night too last night? Wasn't uh, that a, wasn't like Josh both do. of both of them had um, a big games last night? Uh, but yeah, you know, no worry. Uh, t- pitching staff is taxed. They've had to ask a lot of the offense, and the offense wasn't able to just have one night where they weren't clicking. But Kyle Gibson's throwing the night, so that'll probably solve everything, right? Um. Yeah, it should. Right. That'll probably uh, fix he, all he the problems. St- he steps up well. Kyle yeah. Gibson. Josh Palacios did have a two-run homer yesterday in the uh, Pirates' win over the Nats. How about that? How about that? 
And of course, you just know that Drew Rom. You just know that Drew Rom is going to have the game of his life. All right, what did you say on the schedule that we were going to do next? Did you uh, say I said that we would chat with uh, uh, Dylan Butkin. You see, this is the part where yeah, I ended that we had to pre-record that conversation. So I just didn't know where Griffin said we were doing it. So when we come back in, that's fine. We will chat with uh, Baltimore's own Dylan Budka, who's now in the UFC. Today's show brought to you. Actually, you know what? Just a reminder that Stan the Fan, Ross Grimsley, and Luke Jackson got together yesterday for a spirited baseball chat. If you missed it, you can find it at facebook.com slash pressboxsports. Click on the videos tab. Go to youtube.com slash pressboxonline or pressboxonline.com slash video. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. All electronic tolling is here to stay in Maryland, and DriveEasyMD.com helps you cruise a little easier. We're Maryland's tolling resource, home to EasyPass, pay-by-plate, and video tolling. It's never been easier to pay your way. DriveEasyMD.com will keep you moving. All aboard! The Orioles train keeps on moving, and it's ahead of schedule. The birds are motoring towards a playoff run here in 2023 as their magic number keeps getting smaller and smaller. I'm Paul Valley, and you can find me along with Zach Goodman every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon right here on the Bataround. We'll navigate you through the playoff push as the Orioles look to put an exclamation point on what is turning out to be the best season of the last 40 years. So join us on the Orioles train, and let's enjoy the ride together right here on the Bataround around. Visit Harford County this fall. Celebrate Arts Across Harford September 15th through the 30th with dance, theater, music, and visual arts. September 29th through October 1st is the largest Italian festival in Maryland, featuring entertainment, cooking demonstrations, a bocce tournament, and family fun. If you're headed to the Maryland Five Star, stay and play in Harford County. While you're there, enjoy the scenic views atop the king and queen seats and experience pumpkin patches, corn mazes, and fall brews along their Harford Life Trail. For more info, head to visit Harford.com. Maryland open. Picking a restaurant to try for the first time? Let's look at the Costas Inn. Here's a few checklist items. Quality of the food? Check. Quality of service? Check. Does restaurant have plenty of free parking? Check. And finally, does restaurant have delicious steamed crabs, crab cakes, crab soup, and specials galore? Check, check, check. Costas Inn, 4100 North Point Boulevard. They check all the boxes. The latest edition of PressBox is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka dives into what's next for Lamar Jackson after receiving one of the biggest contracts in football history. Is Lamar ready to take the Ravens to the next level, now with a new offensive coordinator and new wide receivers? Also inside, we look at what new football coaches Brian Newberry and Pete Shinnick bring to Navy and Towson, respectively. And we meet players from the college football and soccer programs around the state. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the O's, Ravens, and Serps at PressBoxOnline.com. 
six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Don't forget about Project Game Day after every Ravens game this season. It's kind of like this show, except Rita's also there, so I actually think it's pretty good. But hey, you're already here now, so why don't you go ahead and keep listening to GCR? Griffin, you want to let everybody know what's going on at the Live Casino and Hotel? Yes, I do. I want to let you know about the new member program over at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. We're all about more yes, so sign up for Live Casino and Hotel Maryland Rewards today and earn up to $50. Take a spin with a free slot play or join the action with direct bet or indulge in your favorite dining experience with comps. All new members will receive a free tote bag as well. So for more information, go to maryland.livecasinohotel.com, maryland.livecasinohotel.com to sign up for the new member program. Adirondo Mills must be 21. Please play responsibly for help. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. So we had to do this a little bit earlier on because of his training schedule, but a really cool story about uh, someone from right here in our backyard in Baltimore County who is now headed to the UFC, Dylan Bugka on GCR. Well, this is an awesome story. Really excited to chat with our next guest here on GCR because he has now officially joined the UFC. He is a Dundalk native. He is one of our own. He's Dylan Budka, and he's with us here on GCR. Dylan, man, it's Glenn in Baltimore. So happy for you. Thank you for taking the time for us. I appreciate you having me, brother. Dude, um, I'm going to ask the broad question that then can bring us back to you know, what happened like last week, right? But let's start broadly <laughs> When I say, how did this happen, I hope you understand what I'm meaning is like, take me back to you're a kid. You're growing up here. You're wrestling. You're playing football. How did that path from growing up here in Baltimore County lead you now to this point where you are officially a UFC fighter? Man, uh, every bit of it. Uh, starting, I played Little League ball back home in Essex. Um, I played uh, high school ball at Kenwood and Dundalk High School. Mm-hmm. Um I played football at Dundalk High School and Kenwood High School. I wrestled at Kenwood and Dundalk High School. I went to Dundalk Middle, played basketball, went to uh, Middlesex Elementary, went to, uh, man, Summers Run Middle School and played sports there. Man, it was it was crazy. I went. It's just crazy how all that led up to what I'm doing now. I never thought I'd even be fighting at all. I thought I was going to be an NFL football player one day or a baseball star one day. But uh, all of it path made me pave the way to what I'm doing now and all of it attributes to what I'm doing now too right now so um yeah yeah, yeah. all right so, yeah. so let me go back a little ways you graduate from Kenwood right you wrestling yeah. was the path at that point correct oh yeah my senior year I decided I was like, all right let's do it let's just wrestle a little bit in college and uh go try to win an Olympic championship so you at what point after like once you've committed to wrestling at what point does the start the thought start creeping in your mind like, you know, a lot of wrestlers make really good UFC fighters? Like, at what point do you have the first thought of, like, maybe combat sports is the direction that I'm going to go with this? 
Um, I started off wrestling at Urbana University my freshman year, and then I transferred from there to Notre Dame College. Okay. Uh, when I went there, I would be at the end of practice, and I would see fighters coming in there and training there from Ohio because uh, Notre Dame was one of the biggest colleges for wrestling in Ohio. So a lot of fighters from around this area go there. So I would stay after practice and uh, see some of the fighters coming in. Jessica I, uh, okay. I've seen Joey Day in there a couple times from Bellator um Kobe Fair Alex Poirier a whole bunch of fighters that uh a little on a lower level but uh still got a lot of shine and stuff like that and I would like just peek my head in and see what they're doing I'm like damn maybe I can do that too and then uh I ran into the fighters over at Demolition Fight Team wow and all of a sudden your life changed and here you yeah, are yeah. Dylan Bugge yeah, is with it, us so so a lot. Let, let's go to that next step for people that don't know you end up fighting on Dana White's Contender Series for an opportunity to get a UFC contract. How? Take me through. Again, I'm learning everything in this process, right? Like <laughs> the steps from getting involved in fighting and fighting. I think a lot of people around here, are, for example, and, and you know, they're familiar with Shogun, right? And John Rollo's oh, yeah. uh, company and and the fights they run now down at Live Casino and Hotel. What is the step between getting involved with a promotion where you were to getting on the radar of? Dana White and the UFC. How does that happen? <laughs> well, uh, as an amateur, um, I fought for literally every promotion I could possibly find. I went in like, uh, I kind of was like stalking all the best people out my weight class, trying to go find who I could beat, where I could beat them, what states I could beat them in. I fought in Alabama. I fought in uh, Kentucky. I fought in um ohio pda i went to all the best states and beat all the tried to beat all the best guys that were in my weight class at the time 205 and heavyweight and from there i turned pro and uh instantly i was on ufc fight pass shows from the um the the competition i went against as a amateur so they were already scouting me out a little bit but as soon as i went pro i was trying to fight as much as possible and uh fight all the best people out my weight class on the region on the uh, regional scene before i went to the national scene so uh, if if I want if I was talking to somebody that wanted to do it as well, I'd probably say fight as much as possible and fight everybody as quick as possible, mm. so you can get that experience and uh, build build that uh, resume up, so they can see that you really love doing this. Because the first thing that Dana and Mick and all the people said when they see my uh, stats, they said, "Damn, this boy fought." 18 times in the last two years Jesus. they like they like seeing that <laughs> Dude, that is nuts bro like that is crazy man all right so so you get on the radar and then you get this opportunity to fight as part of dana white's contender series and like you know now like s is getting real like yeah. <laughs> this is no like now you know you've had all these fights and you've been doing all the work but now this is the moment what is it like to be a part of this to know what's at stake how do you – and part of it, obviously, is that you, you're gifted, right? Like, I understand that part of it is yeah. just having a talent. But from the mental side of things, handling the, the stakes of this and being ready to go to fight in this spot, what's that all about? Um, It's definitely nerve-wracking, especially with how I took it. I took it on a couple of days' notice. I had to bang out the medicals and travel and go here Did and you go know there. anything about this dude, Chad, Chad Hanacom, that you fought? No, no, okay. we uh, we literally took it. So I fought at heavyweight August 26th, and then I was actually on vacation back in my sister's house in Baltimore <laughs> in Essex, and um, we got the call in the back porch. I just had, like, three crab pretzels the day before and crabs and shrimp. 
Yo, yo, you gotta, you gotta uh, suddenly drop like ten pounds in the span of a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right away we got the call, and I was like, "Damn, yeah, we'll take it. Fuck it, let's do it." Who, why, who like this is? If you're not in the sport to get to that point, then you shouldn't even be doing it. Like, regardless if I was thirty five pounds over, or twenty five, or ten, or fifteen, I'm making that weight cut because like that. I just changed my life forever now. Yep. So like, uh, but I was. It's nerve-wracking, uh, but I started to tell myself, I was like, this is what we've been working for the whole time. We deserve this. We belong here, and we're meant to be here. And uh, I got really good at controlling my emotions throughout my career. My team, my coach, and everything did a good job of putting me in them big moments before I got to the big moment. So uh, that's another thing with getting that experience and going against everybody before you get to the big show. So uh, I was prepared, and I was ready, and I knew that I was meant to be there. All right, he's Dylan Budka, Baltimore County Zone. He's with us. He's now officially a UFC fighter. Those words, right? Like it, you win the fight. It, you realize like the what, it, how much gravity is there in that moment? Where you're like, oh my god. And I know that you still have bigger goals. Like I understand, just getting in isn't what you want to do. You want to win fights. You want to win. Be- like I get that. But as far as moments go, I can't imagine there's anything so far that is compared to like the realization of holy F, I'm actually in the UFC now. <laughs> Bro, it's literally like, it was like the greatest feeling of ever in my entire life. Yeah. Um, I was in another uh, meeting with somebody. I was like, I hope everybody experiences that feeling at least once in their life. It was, it was just like, okay, it all paid off. I can do it now. And like past couple years for me, it's been a couple rough years. I went through a whole bunch of stuff. I lost my dad. I lost my mom. Wow. And um, in that moment, I just felt like I was finally at peace for the first time in a long time, man. Bro, that's powerful, man. I, yeah. You're going you're gonna to make me well up a little bit, like, talking about <laughs> that, dude. Like, I, I can only imagine how much more meaningful that makes it for you to try to, to accomplish all these goals that you've had. And you mentioned all the sports that you play. I imagine you think about the sacrifices that your parents made for you to try to give oh, yeah. you those opportunities. and. Like, yeah. how how much does that matter to you now moving forward that you want it to be, even though they can't, you know, they're not with you anymore, to know that, like, everything they did for you, you're going to go pay off? Oh, man, it, mean, it means the world. And that night when uh, when I was able to just look at the camera and say, uh, Dad, I did it, I knew oh. that he was there that night, and uh, I knew that he was watching. And um, I went through a lot of stuff after he passed, and um, – I feel like after I won that fight, he's at peace. I feel like I got a little bit more peaceful in my life. Um, the sport has done way much more for me than just allowed me to win. It's allowed me to learn who I am as a man and it learned, made me learn um, how to adapt kind of more to situations like that. And uh, that night, a lot changed for me inside and on the outside because I was able to uh, accomplish that big goal that I know my dad wanted me to, too. Dude, that's I'm so happy for you, man. That's incredible. Yeah. That is really powerful <laughs> stuff, bro. All right, so you. it's still a small group, right? Like, it's still a small fraternity of, of, you know, there's a lot of fighters in Baltimore, but there's not a ton that have gone on to, you know, reach this level. I know Tucker Lutz, obviously, recently has been someone that's been able to do it. What does that mean to you, knowing, like, this is still... Like, you're breaking ground still at this point. Like, this is not – like, Baltimore, this area has not been fertile for getting guys to the UFC. 
how powerful is that for you for like other kids that now want to look at you and say like well if he can do it maybe i could do it too oh man that's that's like another blessing too man i've had like i've had like my phone blew up so much and i'm trying to make time to answer everybody back because i know a lot of people forget to answer them people back after they make i don't want to be that guy but uh it makes me it motivates me it gives me another reason that i'm fighting for something now i'm fighting i see mess i see messages Sorry, did I lose you? No, I got you back. You're good. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I get messages all the time now saying I'm doing this because of you. I started up now because of you, and it just, it just makes me feel good that uh, my story, my everything I'm doing is impacting the whole world now, and that's another reason why uh, I started this sport so I could change the lives of other people too and get my story out there so other people can say, "Hey, Dylan did it. We can do this too." And I and I come from the schools where kids don't think they can because we're from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. No, you can. You just got to get up out of Baltimore first. <laughs> you got well. You got to bust your ass too. Obviously, you got to work yeah, hard, you gotta, man. Yeah, you like, work hard. And I'm sure that's sort of what you're feeling too. Is all of the work that you've put in to get to this point. And, and you mentioned fighting like every freaking day um, yeah. during the course of a year in order to make it. So let's let's touch on this. I the, all the fighters that I've known over the years, I feel like there's two different types of people because well, I know once you get into that the ring, once you get into the octagon now you have to be psychopath. Like, I understand that's the oh, way yeah. that it works. But I feel like there's a group of fighters, one that's more reserved, that's a little bit quieter, and then turns on psychopath. And I, when I brought up Tucker, he's somebody that reminds me of that. A little bit more reserved <laughs> dude. Then he gets in, the, and then he turns it on. Uh, I, I know Pat Downey, for example, is just pure on psychopath. Like, that's <laughs> that's how he lives his life. And he would tell you that right now. Is Which, which is, or, or do you fall more into the category? Are you... Like full on at all times, I'm I'm crazy, or are you the more reserved dude that like everybody like, wow, how are you a UFC fighter that the moment you know you walk out in that ring, all of a sudden you're a different person? Oh, I would I would say I'm that. I'm I'm the guy that just chill. Like I can kick it back and have fun and uh hang out and talk about other I actually like I when I'm outside of practice and outside of fight camp, I really don't like talking about the fighting yeah. or being around fighting. I just like to chill and hang out with the homies and eat food and talk about everything I was butted because I, I do this every day, bro. I do it three times a day, uh, practice three times a day. I'm around it all day long. So there's times when you need to give your brain a rest from you'll tie yourself out. Yeah. Bro, I do this stuff every day. On a much smaller scale, when I am, uh, as people talk, my wife is not a sports fan whatsoever. And people are like, oh, how does, <laughs> how does that work? I'm like, I would not want to come home after doing this for five hours, right? And then have her be yeah. like, Oh, what the hell did you think about you know Brandon Hyde pulling Dean Kramer last <laughs> night? Like I, I just did that. I have no more interest in that at that point. So it works out <laughs> yeah. perfectly that way. Um, goals now, you're in, right? Like so, yep. lay out, map out for me the next year, the next couple of years. Where do your goals go now that you've achieved this first really massive goal? But I'm sure you have more that you've got in front of you. Um. I already started uh, getting the weight down again. We're starting to train again a little bit, starting to get back into the groove of things. Um, we're going to go up to the PI and go through some testing and see if I can even get to the 170 weight class. Okay. Uh, Dana Hinnon on that. He said he really wants me to be there. But um, in my last fight, I cut 25 pounds in four days. So my body looked a little off and I didn't look as healthy as I usually do. So um, we'll see if I can even make it. But I want to bang these next four fights out as quick as possible and get to the next contract. 
I'm ready to take over the middleweight division if it's that or the welterweight division, and I'm ready to bring back a strap to Baltimore too. Oh man, we gotta have a parade at that point. We gotta do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for that, bro. More champions yeah. from Baltimore. I like the sounds of that, dude. <laughs> when you talk about like that type type of weight cut, and I I know that this like there's legitimately terrifying sometimes involved with this, but I see that like how is that just normal for you? Like how are you able to go through that and just because like from from the far away, it legitimately looks like death. Like when we see yeah. you guys like wrap yourselves up like that, how is that just normal for you? Bro, honestly, that was probably one of the worst things I've done since I've started fighting. Yeah. But like we knew we had to get it done because it's it obviously paid off. But uh man, we were going from the sauna bed to a steam room to the steam room, back to the sauna bed, over to shadow boxing, had the temperature up in the hotel to 90 degrees we slept in the 90 degrees and we didn't eat nothing man it was it was so bad but um at the end of the cut i had like nothing left to where I, all i could do is move my feet and uh kind of dance because my arms weren't lifting up it, it was a it was a rough time it was a rough time god <laughs> that is so terrifying bro but yeah. again the day the day of weigh-ins on tuesday on monday we woke up at 3 45 a.m and cut until nine o'clock at weigh-ins and we had four and a half to cut that day and how much did you put back on before the fights we walked into the octagon at 212 Jesus. <laughs> okay I, all right just because i don't know how, what do you have to do in, able, in order to be able to put that much back on like what does that actually look like in a short amount of time um so we usually get like two three pedialytes in us we yeah. drink we try to i try to drink it as slow as possible after weigh-ins because if you drink that quick after you cut weight like that you'll mess up all your insides because it's not used to it so i got like my coach and stuff sitting next to me so i don't freaking chug the whole thing right away um it's water all, it's all you probably want to do it's got to be like a natural human reaction like bro i just want <laughs> oh it's bro it's so bad he's got to literally hand it to me and like you know the lids on top of the pedialyte we'll yeah. fill that up sip fill that up sip oh, it's bad bro it's, it's so crazy the, the last one was probably the worst one i've ever had Man, that's nuts, dude. That's nuts. Yeah. Well, but you got your contract. You got your contract. Yep. Yep. That's the way it goes. Uh, Dylan, so happy for you, man. Uh, let's make sure we get the plugs in. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, website. What all can we plug for you? Where can Baltimore sports fans be giving you a follow as you start on this journey in the UFC? Uh, you can check out my Instagram at the Mindless Hawk. You can check out uh, my Twitter at Dylan Butt at 83kgs. You can check out Facebook, Dylan Butka. I got new merch out, my UFC collection, on mindlessmaniacs.com. And that's it. I appreciate y'all so much, and I appreciate you, bro, for having me. Dude, really, I can't say it enough. And and I didn't even know the story about your family, man. Uh, and it, I, boy, I got two sons. That's that's powerful. That's really powerful stuff, man. Uh, rooting, Thank you, bro. Rooting for you and your success as you move forward with this, and we will be in touch. Thank you for spending a couple of minutes with us this morning. I appreciate you, bro. I'll be back after I get that couple wins on the UFC. It's Dylan Budka, Baltimore County native. Really cool story. And I, I actually did not know uh, the story of his parents at all. And so um, really powerful. And uh, Look forward to rooting for him in the next couple of years as he makes his journey now as a UFC fighter. Project Game Day returns this Sunday. It is the hangout spot. After Ravens games, I, I was thinking about it afterwards. Like it's a show, but what's been different about Rita and I over the years is that we've always tried to make it seem like it's more of a hangout. We're not talking to you; we're talking with you. 
And we want that to continue. And we had a lot of fun with the first one. And we want that to continue growing. We want you guys to come hang out with us and not just watch the show. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. And I think YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline actually is coming. But we really want you to be involved with the show. And it's all brought to you by Superbook Sports, HelpMyGamblingProblem.org. At the end of games, go to my Twitter account, at Glenn Clark Radio. Go to Rita's Twitter account, at the NFL Chick. We're going to tweet out to you a link. It's a Zoom link, and it's very simple. You just click the link, hop in, and you can come be a part of the show. You'll be able to watch the show, and then I'll pull you up, and you can come hang out with us for a while. Very simple. We have always had fun doing this show. We're great. It's great to be back and to be doing it again. We're not wasting your time with bluster. We're not telling you that the the John Harbaugh wants to look at the film afterwards. We're not doing any of that stuff. You sure John wants to look at the film? It's, well, I mean, sometimes he doesn't, but that's what he, you know, you know what I'm talking about when somebody just doesn't answer a question. There's nothing that we are obsessed with more than in this business. I'm not calling anybody out because everybody does it. Everyone does it. In the radio business, there is this belief that you've got to share. Got to know what the coach said. Cuts is the way that they call it. Cuts. Got. It's almost like you have to you have to share fifty cuts. Well, what if they all suck? Doesn't matter. Got to share them. We're just not going to do that. The information that matters after the game on Sunday, we all want to know what. J.K. Dobbins, Marcus Williams, Tyler Linderbaum, Ronnie Stanley. And we'll make sure we talk about that info. We'll make sure we cover all of that the moment that it's known. But all the other stuff, the, you know, I was really, I I, I thought so-and-so, if it doesn't matter, we're not going to waste your time with it. It's just a hangout spot for you to talk about how you're feeling after a game. So Project Game Day returns this Sunday. Look forward to bringing it to you following Ravens-Bengals. When we come back in, we'll get a tidbit, we'll get tubular, and then segment one of the Tyus Bowser Show from last night with Rashad Bateman. That's on the way. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GLENNCLARK23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maryland drivers, did you know you can save up to 77% on tolls with an Easy Pass Maryland discount plan? That's right, 77%. It's never been easier. Pick the plan that's right for you at DriveEZMD.com. We'll keep you moving. What's up, everyone? It's Tyus Bowser, and I've had so much fun hanging out with Rita and putting up with Glenn the last couple years that I've decided to do it again. Season three of the Tyus Bowser Show is happening this year as we'll be all over town, giving you the chance to get to know me and some of my teammates. As we talk football, life in general, and just say what needs to be said, you can find out more about the show by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. If you don't live in the area, you can watch the shows live on Facebook and YouTube. And if you miss one, you can listen Friday nights at 105.7 The Fan. So we'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. 
a partnership of press box and great ace memorabilia gambling problem visit helpmygamblingproblem.org it's brought to you by superbook sports it's a maryland thing where the waves meet the shore, you will find Dorchester County. Hi, this is Jimmy Charles. When I think of Maryland, I think Dorchester County on the eastern shore where it's open for making memories. Dorchester County, it's a Maryland thing. For more info, visit www.visitdorchester.org. It's a Maryland thing. Picking a restaurant to try for the first time? Let's look at the Costas Inn. Here's a few checklist items. Quality of the food, check. Quality of service, check. Does restaurant have plenty of free parking? Check. And finally, does restaurant have delicious steamed crabs, crab cakes, crab soup, and specials galore? Check, check, check. Costas Inn, 4100 North Point Boulevard. They check all the boxes. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Visit Harford County this fall. Celebrate Arts Across Harford September 15th through the 30th with dance, theater, music, and visual arts. September 29th through October 1st is the largest Italian festival in Maryland, featuring entertainment, cooking demonstrations, a bocce tournament, and family fun. If you're headed to the Maryland Five Star, stay and play in Harford County. While you're there, enjoy the scenic views atop the king and queen seats and experience pumpkin patches, corn mazes, and fall brews along their Harford Life Trail. For more info, head to visit Harford.com. Maryland open. Sure, Glenn may be in his 40s now, but he looks just as good as he ever has, and he's still as sharp as he ever was. And I say both those things without even a shred of irony. Find out for yourself right now by watching the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports or YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. Winding down for a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Don't forget, continue to get your responses to me throughout the day. I know we've gotten a little backed up. Part of that is on me. With the uh, winners, I, if you won something recently, I'll reach out. I, it, it's on me. It's just on the zany part. I'm in the part of my schedule where if something is not pressing immediately, like if I don't have to address it that day, it's not going to get addressed until I have a day to catch up. And I'm sorry. I know that's not fair, but again, they're free T-shirts. Like this, this is not. No, nobody's paid me money for something. Um, we're gonna get them to you. I promise. You just got to give me some time to catch up on all of it. So. Uh, that'll come at some point, uh, hopefully in the next week, that I'll have a minute to uh, go back through. But we will get it. That's not a. We're still going to pick a winner today. There's still going to be a winner. You're still going to get a free shirt. That's a promise from uh, our friends at Birdland Sports. So continue to get your responses in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. All right. Um, tidbit? Let's yeah. do Tidbit. Tidbit's yeah. brought to you by the print issue of Press Box, which is available right now for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms. And the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox, read it all at PressBoxOnline.com. Great cover story from Bo Smolka looking now at the contract era for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Again, go pick up this print issue of PressBox right now. Your neighborhood Royal Farms or read it all at PressBoxOnline.com. Uh, Trey Turner is, you know, still been great. Third Phillies player to hit 11 home runs in a 13-game span after last night. He joins My, two yeah. other Phillies. 11 home runs in a 13-game span. Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard is one of them. Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt is the How other. about that? You know your Phillies trivia. Yeah. <laughs> just literally the first two names that came to mind. Freddie Freeman is now homered on his birthday after homering uh, last night in four in four seasons, so four times on his birthday. How about that? Just as many times as Joey Votto. 
only six I had players. a little streak going of important Orioles things that happened on my birthday. I had 21-31 on my 12th birthday. I had Eddie Murray's 500th mm. home run on my 13th Thir- birthday. So it was back-to-back. Man. So on my 14th birthday, I remember everybody in my life thinking <laughs> like, because there was no, there was no nothing that yeah. was building up. There was no three thousandth hit or something like that. So everybody was just convinced that it was going to be like a perfect game. Mm. That that, that was so going to be the streak was going to keep continuing of September sixth, just being like the date that every important. Do you remember what happened thing. on your fourteenth birthday? Ah, uh, I remember them playing a like fourteen inning game or something like that <laughs> for Maybe. your fourteenth birthday. How yeah, nice, something like that. <laughs> I mean, it might not have been fourteen. It's, I I remember kept I kept convincing myself. Something really important is going to happen today, and it just never, never, never occurred. Only six players have homered more on their birthdays. They all have homered five times on their birthday. Uh, it comes from Sarah Langs. Do you think you can name <laughs> the six players? Are you serious? <laughs> I could guess a bunch of people whose birthdays are in November. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, how am I supposed to? Uh, Al Simmons. Barry Bonds. Not Barry Bonds. Okay. Al Simmons is one of them. Sure. Stan Musial. Not Stan Musial. We're just Roger Maris. Not Roger Maris. Mickey Mantle. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, uh, sure. Why not? He had a lot. on yeah. his birthday. Todd Helton. Okay. On this list. Derek Lee is on this list. Former Oriole. Yeah. Uh, Oriole legend. Another former Oriole. Slugging Jim first Tomey. baseman. Jim Tomey? No, not Jim Tomey. Slugging first baseman. Uh, Chris Davis. Not Chris Davis. Mark Trumbo. Mm-hmm. You're close. Mark Reynolds. Mark Reynolds. Five home runs on his birthday. And Mike Trout's okay uh, on his birthday, June twenty seventh. I know his birthday off the top of my head. Sure, you you have a problem. Well, just because like there like there has been there's a thing no made defense about him of it. being good. Sure, uh, Anthony Richardson is the youngest player in the Super Bowl era to score a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown in the same game at twenty one years old in one hundred eleven days. The only players younger uh, to do this both played the nineteen forties. You're going to ask me to guess? Bill Dudley and George Ratterman. Ah, Bill Dudley and Ratterman. I believe they toured the country for years selling some sort of elixir that was supposed to help you with your cough. Uh, uh, Puka Nakua had 10 receptions. I thought it was Nakua. Nakua, is that what I mean? Puka Nakua. I I don't know. I'm asking. I I don't know. I don't know why I like Nakua. I I think it might be Nakua. The Rams uh, rookie wide receiver had 10 catches and 119 receiving yards. In his debut, he becomes the fourth player in NFL history with 10 receptions and 100 receiving yards in his first career game. He joined, I mean, there's no reason you'll know these guys either, but he joins in 2018. Kiki 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 All Just great names, is really. It's the all-name 2003, team. this former Raven, he did not do it with the Ravens, but in his NFL debut had a 10 for 100. 2003, didn't mm-hmm. do it with the Ravens, but played for the Ravens. Uh, Kevin Johnson? Not Kevin Johnson. Uh, 2003, 2003. Who would have made their debut in 03? I I don't. I, it ended up with the Ravens. Yes. At a, at 03. I don't know. Who was it? Won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. Won a Super Bowl with the Ravens? J- Jacoby wasn't in the league at that point. Not Jacoby. Oh, Anquan Bolden, right. Anquan yeah, Bolden. my bad. That's Anquan Bolden in 2003. Dummy. God. Uh, and then in 1964. So stupid. In 1964, Sid Banks. Oh, Sid Banks. Yes. Yeah, First Mr. and Mrs. Banks' son. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs> Stephon Diggs had his 15th career game of 10 for 100 on uh, Monday Night Football. Um, so I want to see. Wait, what? Say that again? His 15th career game. Oh, I thought you said his first career. I'm like, no, no, what? No, no, no. 15th yeah. career game of yeah. 10 for 100. Um, so I want to see if you can name the uh, not all the guys ahead of him, but uh, most ten for a hundred games. Yeah, let me do the let's do the top seven. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is why he is not what? Ten, 
did not do ten for a hundred. Uh, he only seventeen. He's right right before my car, my cutoff here. So we can do top nine and include Jerry Rice. I mean, if it doesn't include Jerry Rice, what is the point of this list? Top nine then. Uh, Jerry Rice is top nine. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. No. Yeah, I mean, my, Randy. Now, see, that's a little bit less those. surprising because he probably had three catch one hundred yard yeah. games, right? Like it's slightly less surprising because of that. Um. Wes Welker. Wes Welker is on the list. Yeah, 18 career a, games. A lot of catches. Number one on this list had 23 games for the record. 23. Julian Edelman. Not Julian Edelman. Yeah, the 10-catch the, the part is the part that, like, Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson is on this list. He is second on this list. 22 games. Second all time. Somehow it's Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is not on this list yet. He yeah. has 11. Uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is on the list. He wow. is third all time. 21 games of 10 for 100. I, I, I think the Julio Jones. Julio Jones. I see, I, I'm surprised list. just because, again, he had more explosive plays. 19 such games. So you got two, three, four. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Not Justin Jefferson. Not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. That's too, that, was, that was asking yeah. a lot. I'm sure he will be on this list. Randy yeah. Moss had 10, by the way. That's crazy. Calvin Johnson. Uh, Calvin Johnson, not in the top nine. Marvin here. Harrison. 13 for Calvin Johnson. Marvin Harrison, just outside the top nine. He had 16. Isaac Bruce. Not Isaac Bruce. All right. Um, God, I don't know. I don't know. How about Look at the four more? Four more. Steve Smith. Not Steve Smith. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald on the list, tied with Jerry Rice, 17. They're all wide receivers. None of them are tight ends. Yeah, all wide receivers. I think Kelsey had like ten, has ten as well. He's Heinz Ward. Uh, not Heinz Ward. Andre Reed. Not Andre Reed. Art Monk. There is a Steeler on the list. Not Art Monk. Lynn Swan. Not Lynn Swan. John Stallworth. Not John Stallworth. A little too old. He is no longer in the league, but. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is number one on this list with 23 games. And he's such a good guy, too. Yeah. Um, there's two more on Yeah, the two list? more. They're pretty surprising. They're pretty surprising. Yeah. Okay. Are they one modern? One is active. One is active. One is active. A surprising active player Right, just because. Well, surprising active player on the list. He hasn't done much the last, like, two years. Hasn't done active. Hasn't done much the last two years. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas on this list. 18 games he tied with Wes Welker. He hasn't done anything the last yeah. two years. <laughs> and then the other one is not active. Derek He's, Mason. Uh, Not Derek Mason. Jimmy Smith. He has a podcast, I think. Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. There we go. Brandon Marshall. I am athlete. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. All right, Tubular is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Uh, do you want to offer a former apology to Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney? Yeah, I'm not sure how I missed it. What the F is that, I man? don't know how That's I missed it. That's a good that. show. <laughs> and it's, it's like I was trying to. And it's sportsish. It's the exact so thing we both, that we should I mean, be. Yeah, we both should have. No, I don't. That, I don't normally put That's those shows on. My, sometimes when they they pop up, but normally I don't put those shows on my list. Kind of uh, shameful that you missed the uh, season premiere of Welcome to Rex. Yeah, I don't know which how. It's a show I enjoy, I and I, I look forward it. to watching. So my bad. I apologize, to everyone. Drew Rom, Kyle Gibson, the patch, pitching, the patching, the patching matchup, the pitching matchup tonight for Orioles Cardinals, the rubber match, six thirty on Masson. 
Uh, Mass and two Nationals Pirates, same time. MLB Network, Rays, Twins at one. Yankees, Red Sox at seven. I mean, they, they're so good. You, how do you not put those teams on national TV? I mean, it's these critical games late in the season between two powerhouse teams. you got to have them on national TV. Padres, Dodgers at 11. MLB TV, Angels, Mariners at 4. ESPN Plus, Braves, Phillies, 640. Diamondbacks, Mets, 710. WNBA playoffs get underway tonight on ESPN 2. Minnesota Lynx, Connecticut Sun, game 1 at 8. Chicago Sky, Las Vegas Aces, game 1 at 10 on ESPN. And TBS for AEW Dynamite tonight at 8. Anything non-sports-wise tonight? Yes, uh, Master New Episode of MasterChef. The finale is next week. I'm a few weeks behind, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. So you got to catch up. Yep. Archer, new episode of Archer on FXX. Um, HBO has a documentary called Danya Luna, the supermo- supermodel. She was a black model in the 1960s, and so it's kind of okay. like, it goes into her right. story. I'm sure it's interesting. interesting. On Netflix is Wrestlers, the series premiere about the Ohio Valley. Yeah. I, uh, wrestling, it, it's, a, it's an old like territory that's like a place where people go to like try to become Train, wrestlers. Yeah. It's supposed to be like sort of like a last chance you concept but for like, pro, pro wrestling. wrestling. Hmm. It's something I'd be willing to look at, but I'm not sure. Like I'm gonna have to hear some reviews about it before I'm committing to it. A uh, new show on Hulu called The Other Black Girl. It was uh, EP'd by Rashida Jones, and it kind of I'm getting like Jordan Peele vibes from this one as well, where okay. like another black girl starts working at this very white uh, company. Um, that's on Hulu. Apple TV Plus uh, season three of the Morning Show out on Apple TV, and Disney Plus Elemental comes to streaming on Disney. Oh, Disney about Plus, that. very good. Hey, happy birthday to our buddy Paul Valley! By happy the birthday, way, Paul. happy birthday, Paul. Hopefully, you uh, your picks continue to be bad, so I don't yes. have to worry about uh, whether or not I end up being. Hope everything else tied. today goes great. I think we're tied, by the way, in picks, <laughs> and he doesn't know anything about co- All right, this conversation for another day. All right, uh, thanks today to Drew. Thanks also to Dylan Budka. Thanks to uh, Jamir uh, Carter from Virginia, uh, Spalding alum. We'll get all that up in the greatest hits section of the Oh, my God, it's so good. Tab at glennclarkradio.com, along with the Tyus Bowser Show. You're about to hear segment number one with Rashad Bateman, uh, which is brought to you by uh, helpmygamblingproblem.org and Superbook Sports. Again, use the code glennclark 23 Get a, up to $250 in a first bet match, win or lose. Tomorrow on the program, picks. Picks. Rocky Boyman will join us. Rocky Boyman will join us to preview the Bengals. Oh, boy. Stuffing things already? Yeah, stuffing things. Yeesh. Yeesh. A big series for the Orioles, too. We'll yeah, that. that's true. That part is true. You're right. Yeesh. All right. Thanks, to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including... Live Casino and Hotel, the Maryland Five Star, Glory Days Grill, Dorchester County, Royal Farms, Costa Sin, Superbook, Baltimore Orioles, Birdland Sports, Easy Pass, M. You all right over there? Yeah. What the hell just happened? My, I was trying to pull something in my hand, like, I accidentally. What are you trying to pull? My, my shorts were, like, riding up. Okay. Are you not getting enough tension? <laughs> no, no. We, we're going to do your segment tomorrow, guy. All right. I got fighting words tomorrow. Jesus. Birdland Sports, <laughs> Easy Pass MD, Harford County, your local Toyota dealer, Toyota.com. Thanks to Griffin, I think, at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Go Birds. Duke sucks. We wind down today by taking a listen to segment number one from last night, the Tyus Bowser Show with Rashad Bateman. And welcome into the Tyus Bowser Show press box in 105.7 The Fan. I didn't even have to say anything. I didn't even have to ask for anything. That worked out all right. We are live at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill on Harford Road. Rita and Glenn with you, but 
most importantly, would y'all please make some more noise for the host of our program? He is Mr. Tyus Bowser. Look at Tyus. Say something his... for the people. Say something. Come on. Hello, people, man. We're <laughs> here for the third season. Third season with these guys, man. And I'm excited to be here. Excited to do this, man. This is probably one of the best things that I enjoy doing besides playing football, you know, this entire year. So the first episode, looking forward to it. Let's have some fun. Today. How about Tyus rocking his City Connect hat today, too? That is smart, man. How about them O's? You know I got to represent. Got to represent. I love that so much. We're going to get back into that during the show because I keep thinking about a playoff matchup that could happen this year and how that might go in the Bowser household. But we'll come back to that. We will come back to that at some point. Uh, this week's show is brought to you by Superbook Sports. Appreciate them. We got a code. It's Glenn Clark 23. That's me. I'm Glenn. Glenn Clark 23. G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K 23. And if you use that code, you'll get a first bet match up to $250 at Superbook.com or if you download the Superbook app. Tyus, you have brought out a very special guest tonight. You want to do the one to be the one to introduce him? Man, this this guy here. You know, one of the coolest guys I know, one of the flyest guys I know. Shoo. Um, this is your receiver, your guy, Rashad Bateman. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What's up, Rashad? Thanks for coming out, man. What's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? Everything How you doing? is good, dude. I think everybody in town is pretty happy at the moment, right? We're all pretty... All right, I know it was a... It's a, a bit of a bummer that we'll get to, but yes, I think for the most part, we're all pretty happy. Um, let's, Tyus, let me start with you. We haven't seen you in a little while. It's been a minute, huh? I, I, know, I know it's been, um, I, I know it's tough to not be on the field because we did this a year ago. We had yeah. all these conversations. We did, we did, we did. Uh, let's get caught up. Where you at? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. You know, rehab is going well. Uh, you know, it's just a day-by-day process uh, just getting back to, you know, getting into football mode again. But uh, so far, things are looking good. So I'm looking forward to, you know, getting back soon. Is it easier to go through because you went through it once last year? Or is it still? No, nah, it's not easy to go through this, man, because you see these guys that work hard each and every day through camp. And, you know, you want to be out there with those guys, just be able to vibe, connect with the guys. Um, just that camaraderie is what it's all about, just that brotherhood. And, you know, I just never take those days for granted. You know, being around these guys because you just never know. So anytime I have the opportunity to be around them, man, I'm always for it. So to be able to be out again for another year, man, it, it sucks. We'll definitely be looking forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, mm. very soon. Very I'm soon. Thinking, I was just thinking, like, very if soon. I was waiting to put on my Tyus Bowser jersey for the first time this <laughs> season, like week five, does that sound... Like sound roughly good? around, just for it wearing a jersey, good. you know yeah, what I mean? Like, would that good. be a good week to wear a jersey? It, it does sound like Okay, all right, we'll try yeah. to save it for week five then. All right, Re- remember that. We got to remember, we're going to wear our jerseys week, week five. five. Week five. Week five. You can't forget week five. You know, week that's five? the Steelers game. That's the Steelers it game. It sure mm. is. You know? It sure can't forget is. about that. So. That'd be a really good game to be out on the field for, wouldn't it be? Can I mean, that'd just be a really, if I could pick one. That would probably be the one. That would be the one. All right, just just putting that out there. On the flip side, this guy. Back on the field. Back on the field. Back on the field. Yeah. Week one. So how you feeling? How 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 are you feeling? How was that? How was that? That I feeling. I don't even know. Um, it was tough for sure, but you know it definitely 
it definitely helped me out a lot. You know, it taught me a lot about myself. Uh, you know, maybe it was something that was meant for me at the time. Um, you know, I can't go question what God got for me. So, um, you know, I'm just taking my cards and playing them how I, how I got them. But, you know, I'm blessed to be here. I'm back on the field. You know, so we just go keep chasing this rain. Absolutely. My son uh, went to the game on Sunday, had his Rashad Bateman jersey on, mm. told him to come today. I was like, you got to come see because he, he is a huge fan. Dang, well, he missed out. You. Yeah, <laughs> he and he's a, he doesn't get a free autograph. Let's make that abundantly yeah. clear. He we said not, one per person. He does not get a That's free autograph. That's the way it works. But he's a, he's a huge fan. He was very excited to see you back. I'm sure it's others here as well. So Everybody we, was excited to see Rashad absolutely. Bateman back out on the field. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Rashad, you've been through a lot, obviously, right? Like you have been through. We we all know how good you are. My God. Man, we were all ready to, to, to put you into Canton as we were watching the start of the season a year ago. How, how much does it mean to, to have been through all of these sort of tests and to be at this point where you say, I get now the chance to show everybody what Rashad Bateman is, who I am, what I'm all about? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really feel like, you know, I look at it like that anymore. You know, uh, I feel like everybody know what I can do. You know, my teammates know what I can do. Um, you know, I think that's all that matters to me. You know, right now, you know, I'm just grateful, you know what I'm saying, just cherishing the game with everything that I got because you just never know when it can get taken away from you. Um, and I've never been hurt before, you know, until I got to the NFL. So it was definitely tough because I never got hurt. I never missed a game or like a practice. Like even when you were a kid? Even, yeah, when, you even were when I was a kid, I've never missed a practice or a game. So it was the first time ever in my life I ever even had a surgery or anything. So uh, it was all different, but, you know, it definitely made me who I am today. How do you think that the, the adversity that you've dealt with in dealing with the injuries on the pro level has helped you now in terms of, like, just dealing with things that you just can't control? Uh, I just feel like that's life, you know. Um, you know, I think that's the best thing about football is it teaches us life lessons. Uh, you can apply them. You know, life ain't always perfect, you know. Someday you're going to have some shitty days. You know, we all have some <laughs> shitty days. So, uh, you know, it, I think it just built me up some calluses, you know, to be able to last a long time because, you know, uh, life is hard. So don't beat yourself up too much. It's hard for everybody. So that's kind of just how I look at it. I got it. Please somebody jot down when I got to go back and edit the show. Make sure that before we get it on the air. Um, <laughs> Life I, is poopy sometimes. Yeah, That's what he meant to say, guys. <laughs> the radio edit that we got to make sure we send out. You're good, bro. This is the, the nice part. I just got to remember it. That's all. <laughs> um, we're out here at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill. It is the Tyus Bowser Show. Rashad Bateman is with us. It's nice not just to get back out on the field. It's really nice to win, obviously. Um, I'll start, Tyus, with you, because I know it's difficult when you can't control anything. But... I think a lot of people have this opinion that, like, you're supposed to win every game 50 to nothing or something like that, right? Like, nothing's ever good enough. How did you feel about the good, the bad, and just winning a game to start the season for these guys? Well, I can point this out before answering that question is, you know how normally we come on the show and it's always after Dude, loss. Dude, I don't know how it's always worked out that way. Thank God, you know, we don't have to do that. So it's nice to be able to come on the right. show after a win, got be so, able to feel good. Got so, so sick of that. Like, it's great to be out here. <laughs> now you lost. Exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's nice to be able to come out of the win. Um, the guys play great. 
you know, on defense. Offense was flowing really well. And it's just nice to see that um, we're all clicking, you know, especially that first game. And then you coming from preseason games where a lot of your guys didn't play much. Mm -hmm. And for them to come out here, you know, playing fast, you know, being on, on one point all together. And just to see, you know, the outcome of it was great. So I'm happy with the guys and how they did. And definitely looking forward to this week against Cincinnati and, you know, continuing with that same, you know, motivation and energy, you know, into this week. Rashad, you, you guys, you know, Tyus brought up the like, preseason thing. Everybody talks about that, right? Everybody's like, well, you know, these guys haven't been out there. Do you think it matters as much as people make it out to be whether or not you guys are out there playing together in the preseason? Um, no, not really. You know, I feel like we practice hard. You know, we practice a lot. Uh, you know, we practice how we play. So um, I think it's just really up to your coach and what, how they feel you are at that time. You know, Coach Harris do a good job of protecting us and taking care of his players. So, you know, I think he's always looking out for the best interests of, of us. So the last for the long run because it is a long season and it's hard on our bodies. So, you know, at the end of the day, I just think, you know, the coach is looking out for us. Yeah, it really does feel like the joint practices has become the way to go in terms of getting the reps in that you might not get because of preseason, right? And and look, we can have conversations about that, but you see guys, unfortunately, like an Aaron Rodgers who played in a preseason game. So you don't know. It just you just never know, right? You just never know. So it's very hard to tell. You you damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. It's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. And, and idiots like me are going to say things about it no matter what. That's just the way. Yep. That's the way that this thing works. Uh, Rashad, I saw you tweeting about it. Uh, your boy Zay, Zay Flowers, those moves that he put on, on that throw to the left in the flat, yo, he looks like he could be on Dancing with the Stars, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was blessed with some different, some different stuff, man. I don't know what he got, but, man, I love watching him play. He's an incredible receiver, and, you know, he's going to have a, a good long career in the NFL, and, Hopefully it's with the Ravens, and hopefully we both are here. But, you know, I'm definitely excited to see what he continues to do in this league because he's a very talented player. What's it like being in this room right now? There's been a lot made of, like, this probably is the best wide receiver room in Baltimore Ravens history. As a person who has followed this team since 1996, yeah, can I can assure you this is the best, is the best wide receiver room, room in Ravens history. What it, <laughs> what's that like? What's it like to have, you know, Sharp, it's the iron sharp and iron mentality, right? Like, what's that been like? It's definitely good because, you know, uh, we all just continue to challenge each other, you know, every single day. Um, I've never been in a receiver room like that either. And, you know, to be in a, in a room like that at the professional level is kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but we all just pick and learn things from each other and apply it to our game. Um, and we all are very unselfish because we have to be, you know, so... Um, you know, the team chemistry is definitely good. You know, we love the receiver room right now. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to have a good agree, agree you. All right, let's get this out of the way so we can just have fun the rest of the show, right? <laughs> I could sense how much it hurt you guys, even more so than other injuries, to see what happened with JK. Like, I could sense that the emotions were a little bit more significant. Tyus, you've been through a torn Achilles. Like, you know a thing or two about it. But can you walk me through... Why it is that it hurts you guys the way that it kind of clearly hurts you? I could definitely say, like you just said, just going through that, that injury alone is no fun. And, you know, I've been working with this guy, you know, for 
a lot of the time during the offseason. We worked out together in Houston, and you could just see it in his eyes, just the motivation, just the fire that he had to want to come out this year and show the world who he is. And he takes a ton of pride in himself and his body and his performance and what he does. And, you know, he was fighting so hard to, you know, set up life for him with another contract and things like that. And for him to take that sacrifice to go out there and play. And, you know, just the unfortunate events of it being the first game and it being that, you know, it, it, it hurts me. It hurts me because I know what he's done. I know what he's been through. I know what he's trying to do. And that set himself up for life. That's to help this team win. And for it to just happen like that, you know, it, it hurts me. It hurts a lot. I could sense yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Rashad, you're obviously on the same side of the ball as JK. And so, you know, this is while you are all teammates, yeah. for sure, you know, this is your offensive teammate. So when you see a guy like him go down, you know, there was so much talk about what this offense was going to look like with you and Mark Andrews and JK. Yeah. And now we're never going to really see that go into fruition, at least in 2023. When you saw that happen, what was your thoughts on that? One, my heart just went out for him because, you know, like Ty said, you know, we all was rehabbing together at one moment. Um, so just to see him work so hard, you know, and to see him, um, you know, go through what he did the other day and to be back in his position is definitely tough. Um, but, you know, from the football aspect, it's definitely tough because I feel like I don't know if I've been on the field with uh, all of us at the same time, um, actually. So, you know, it's like we always miss someone, but, uh, you know, we all got each other back. You know, we all got JK back, but. You know, it's definitely a tough situation for him, and I'm praying for him because um, he worked extremely hard to get back, for real. And we understand, right, like, th we always use, like, catchphrases. We always say cliche things like, well, it's next man up, right? But, like, there are real lives. Ty, that's what you're referring to. Oh, definitely, man. And, like, everything that – it's not just him, but every running back in the NFL is going through exactly. at this moment. Exactly. And for him to say, look, man, I'm, I'm going to do what I got to do, but I'm going to show up and I'm going to be there – I imagine that spoke just him saying, okay, I'm going to be here, and I want to be a part of this thing. That alone spoke to you guys about the type of person he is, the commitment he had to you guys, because it is, I mean, it is, it is hard out there for running backs, man. It is, it is not the right time Especially to be a running back. Especially what's been going on on ESPN with all the running backs. You've just seen all the news and things like that, and you just see these guys want to get what they deserve. And running, playing running back is tough, man. You're taking hits. You know, and you got to do so much. And for them to not be appreciated, you know, those guys deserve that money. And, you know, a guy like J.K. deserves to be paid because he's that guy. He works hard. You see the plays. I mean, it's on film from what he's been able to do from college to now. And like I said, just to be able to see that happen. And I wasn't sure. I thought it was an ankle, but I just see the way he was walking off. I was like, man, this, this could probably be something more serious. And just to get the news from it, man, it, it hurt my heart. To, Do you say yeah. anything, like having been through it? And, and we, I was joking with Tyus a couple weeks ago. I mean, you don't see the gray, but like Tyus has kind of become like the old wise sage on this team at this point. Like, it's just the way you're that it goes. You know you're a vet, that's, man. That's, that's the crazy game. part, man. That's the crazy part. That's right? the crazy part. We were joking about it, and he was like, I'm not an old man. I'm like, but I bet they treat you like he's like, you know what? They are. Yeah. They are. He's they definitely are. the old man, one of them. <laughs> 
I just try to do what I can for these guys, man. I mean, just for, you know, a guy like J.K., you know, during the offseason where he was just doing so much. And I'm like, yo, like, you still got another three, four months to go. Like, you need to, you need to handle each and every day, you know, accordingly. Like, don't kill yourself now because you got training camp. You got all these things to go through. So just trying to get these guys inside, just try to help these guys in any type of way. You know, I was talking to, you know, a few other cats, just, you know, them asking me questions. You know, what, what is it like? What do I need to do? How do I take care of my body? What do I need to look forward to? And how do I set I up my 401k? All right? of that. Like, all when do I need to get my prostate checked? <laughs> yeah. You know, like all of those. I don't know about that's, all that. That's your life don't story. Don't, don't put that on him. Don't put that on me. That's not their that's story. Yeah. You. Hey, that's exactly. yours. That's yours. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. But like I said, man, I just want to help these guys in any type of way. You know, being that guy now, I had that same help when I was young. So I just want to pass that on to the younger guys as well. All right, y'all make some noise for Tyus Bowser, Rashad Bateman. Hey, and how about we make some noise for J.K. Dobbins, too, right? Hey, remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, I want you to go to helpmygamblingproblem.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER for free confidential <laughs> services. Trippy, I don't think you're quite there yet, but... I've been watching oh, some of your trippy parlays. definitely you needs be, it because he has 16 leg yeah, parlays, we, we and I'm, I think that that's madness. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that's Trippy's got to get a hold of himself a little bit. <laughs> that's my guy. Hey, when we come back in, um, I want to talk about, you mentioned how.